Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to our podcast, Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm a host, Bridget Downs. And today we're here to talk about season one, episode 20, Dead Man's Blood. But until then, how are we doing today? Pretty good. So I had work, not too much to report. It was a pretty slow day. I even went up to uh, upstairs to mom's office and hung out with her for a little while. Nice. Oh, your yeah, um, your, union, dress your union job. Yes. I was like, but um, because I, yeah, because I was thinking the retail job. Right. I have to. Do <laughs> and I was, and I was like, like, you walked I was upstairs. Like, Mom doesn't work upstairs from from, <laughs> from, from the, the store. store. No, I was like, so you walked. I was like, I know that there's an upstairs level. I'm like, Mom works. But Mom doesn't <laughs> work Mom, upstairs. Mom has an office <laughs> in, in the, the upstairs yeah. of the store. <laughs> I work at? No. Yes, my other job. My t- I have two jobs. <laughs> How is that retail life though? It's good. I had an evaluation. Uh, oh, right, because it, it was like your probationary period. Yeah, kind of. It yeah. was. Uh, it was re- pretty informal. It was like a Google form, you know, that mm. uh, the owner sent out or one of the owners. It was pretty easy. I there were a few things that I did have questions on, and I like you know made note of that, and then she kind of sent like corrections and notes on it. So I got to review that today and. There are a couple things that I'm still a little bit nervous about, but some uh, most of it I'm I'm pretty okay on. Have you been left al- left alone in the store? Yeah, and I've closed alone. I I close the store often. I uh, have a set of keys. Oh, so oh. yeah, it makes me feel important. <laughs> wow. Do you ever? Because it's right near chapter one. Yeah. You ever go and walk down and then get a drink and then walk back? Yeah, it's it's going to be. Uh, I have to make sure it's not a problem. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like the people that work at uh, the salon place right next to the Starbucks. Right. I was I'm talking sure. and I was talking and I was like, isn't that convenient? And she's like, I know, it's too it's convenient. convenient. She's like, I, I've wasted so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm about to uh, waste too much money. I See, need to I need to monitor that. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like telling dad, I was like, hey, if you want, I'll get you a drink uh, if you stop by chapter one and then I'll get us both a drink. And then I ordered both of us an iced chai latte. One was 16 ounces for him, one was 20 ounces for me, and it added up to be Ten dollars and seventy five cents. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, "Well, you because you get the fancy drinks. Well, yeah, fancy not... drinks, and it's the size. Yeah, that's true. Because twenty ounces for an iced chai latte is six bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not even it's not even that much. It doesn't feel like it's twenty ounces because the cups they use are pretty small. But but it's really good, so I can't complain. <laughs> but I'm gonna have a free drink soon. Okay, my card okay. is almost your punch yeah. card. Yeah, <laughs> my punch card's almost full too. It's bad. I have yeah. I I have had so many of them. I I, I don't go anywhere or do anything, and the the the, <laughs> well, the, 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 the pro- I, I have a punch card there, but I think I've just gotten one punch on it mm-hmm. because I just I don't go in there because you don't really have a reason to. I don't really have a reason. I to. love going. I there. drive past there every day, but they close before I yeah. get to work. Yeah, usually they um, close at five thirty every day. Yeah. Well, except for Saturdays and Sundays, I think. Right, and I'm I make Saturday. it, I, and I have a personal policy of not going into businesses 
that close to closing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I hate that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've had a few, uh, not that many times, but there have been a couple times where I've been closing the store and people have come in at like, Mm -hmm. like it closes at six and they come in at like five 55. Yeah. And when they come in, I do say, don't mean to rush you, but we do close at six. You got to get that uh, mom and the getting on the intercom and saying, please expedite your shopping trip. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If there was an intercom. Yeah. So I, 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 what time does chapter one open? They open at like six a.m. Six. Yeah. So that like that is the other option is that I stop there on my way to work, mm-hmm. but because I drive right past there on my way to work. Yeah. But I am not with it enough in the yeah. morning no. to stop anywhere. And like, there has to be for me to stop there or to even like think about it. There has to be an open parking spot like yes right there. Otherwise, yeah. I'm like, there's no way. Well, yeah, I'm that's do that. that's when Dad's driving me. But I like to walk there a oh, yeah. lot. I walk there and that's close enough to yeah, walk from here especially. I walk there, and I like to, or at least in the summertime, not when I've had school, I like to walk there at, like, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and then stay there until, like, 5. And just, yeah, just hang out and, like, draw or something. And they're pretty chill with that. Yeah. Especially since they know me. <laughs> yeah. Since I, I go there so often, and they know my order. You're a regular. Yeah, I'm You're a regular. regular. <laughs> there was a coffee shop in where I went to school that I really like. I mean, it was like, you know, the off-campus coffee shop that all the college kids went to. Right. And, you know, would, you know, set up at a table and get, I I would get, I would often get like an egg and cheese on a bagel sandwich Mm, there. Nice. And tea on my way to class and whatever. But it was like on my way to class. Yeah. And I was walking. Yeah. I like I like the idea of stopping at a coffee shop mm-hmm. for like having for a Luke's drink. Diner that would be fun. I guess that's campus like this corner. It's like campus corner. Yeah. Like if yeah, but but like it's you wouldn't not... want to stay and like hang out. No, <laughs> it's not Luke. No, we like don't have a Luke. No. A, a, a curmudgeonly diner operator who everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Our town's not small enough. And scruffy and handsome. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I know the cook at Campus Corner, and yeah. she is not Luke. No. <laughs> no. Um, but like, like, yeah, I'm just not with it enough in the morning to be stopping anywhere. Yeah, because <laughs> today I was walking out the door. Like, I have to make some <laughs> creative traffic decisions. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like mm, fresh avocado, From- caramel macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's more of an issue of I'm late to work almost every day. Mm. Uh, I, I show up on time, but it be, that's because I, I have to make a 17-minute drive in 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do it. <laughs> when will you learn? When will you learn your actions have consequences? <laughs> but it's like, this is why I have an alarm set every 15 minutes for the two hours leading up to when I have to be at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that would just drive me insane because I, well, first of all, I wouldn't even pay attention to them. After a while, I'd be like, ah, I've seen enough alarms. I'd be like, ah, who cares? And then I I know what that is. Yeah. It's it's just to let, it's because I don't set them like for something, I don't set alarms like for something specific. It's to let me know that time is passing. Yeah. Because other, I will do one of two things. I will either not be aware that time is passing, yeah. and I will just not go to work, or you'll sit and stare at the clock. Yeah. yeah. And and do you, do you so time? Yeah. <laughs> I was having a conversation with Stephen about this today. I was like, I have no concept of time, Same. and he's yeah. like, You I, don't. I don't either. Neither do I. You know, in our we were you know growing up at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you you also have a uh, issue with time, but <laughs> we were. Sort of, like I aired 
extremely on the side of I have an issue. Like I like I didn't realize I had an issue with time. Mm-hmm. What happened was I have had and have uh, extreme anxiety. So <laughs> I was just always early for everything. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I don't know how long everything's going to take, so I'm just going to show up and sit in my car <laughs> until mm-hmm. I need to be inside. I don't know what my anxiety, like, it, it has a very weird relationship with my concept of time, because you'd think that they'd work together, but they don't. No. <laughs> my my concept of time is I have time. Well, yeah, an hour. That, that's that's that because I have that thought, right? Which then spurs. Oh no, I def I, I probably don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> I I am afraid of that thought. Yeah. The I have time, but what if I don't? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes me like sit and stare at the clock. Yeah. Or Be- today, it's like I. I, I needed to wake up at 8. I forgot to set an alarm, but I woke up at 8.16, and I was very grateful for that. Yeah. But then I got out of bed, and it was 8.30. I'm like, how yeah. did that happen? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this morning, my I, if I'm not in my car, it's my eight, the 8.15 alarm, because I have to be at work at 8.30. Mm-hmm. It was 8.10. Okay. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm going to go get in my car. I put my tea down, looked back at the clock. It was eight seventeen. Yep. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what happened? Yep. <laughs> it just where did it go? I, I don't know where seven minutes went. I between looking at look at the clock, uh-huh. ha, put puts, puts it, it down. down. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Do do different amounts of time pass differently oh, for yeah. you? Yeah. So like the difference between eight the difference from like eight o'clock to eight twelve. Okay. Yeah. Is different, is a different amount of time mm-hmm. than the difference between 47, 47 in the hour. Yeah. That's, that's, those are different amounts of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes? Tw- they're both 12, 12 minutes. minutes. <laughs> but 47 to the hour and the hour to 12 minutes, those are different. Yeah. The hour to 12 minutes seems longer to me. Yeah. 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 Because once it's already like 47, then I'm like, oh, oh it's basically just yeah. the top of the, it's basically just the yeah. next hour. Yeah. yeah, and likewise, like, 12 is still, but, oh, I, I, actually, I might do the reverse. 12 is still basically 10. Yeah. Even though now we're, like, inching closer to 15. Like, it's, so, yeah, no, the different amounts of time, like, that work past differently. And I, I know I don't have a concept of time. I do not know how much time is passing no. at any given time. I've tried, like, the, the timer test. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I'm good when I focus on Same. it sometimes. Where I'll be like... Well, yeah, but then you start, but then I start, start counting. counting. <laughs> and that's not what that's about. This no. is, can you sense the passage of time like other people can? And I can't. No. <laughs> uh, what I, so when I'm thinking about, like, when I'm thinking about time and, like, how much time do I have, if I'm thinking, like, just about time, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I, what I have to do is think about, like, wedges of the circle. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, okay, well, I have three wedges. <laughs> I have three pieces of pie in my Trivial Pursuit game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have three pieces of the pie until I have to leave. (laughs) Yes. Or like, like, ooh, we're in the last three pieces. Uh, I need to leave while there's still two pieces left. Like, Mm -hmm. or or like, ooh, we are in the last of of those three pieces. We are in the last piece of pie. Kind (laughs) kind of, those are the, you know, like the five minute pies. Those are, or or like a big, like the quarter pieces of pie. Like, I I think of them as like shapes. Yeah. Yeah. For rather than... Than time. My anxiety will make it seem like I'm like, oh, uh, I have an hour, but that's only 
for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And yes. a 15 minute is not very long and four is not very many of them. So I don't have any time at all. Yes, exactly. I do that too. And the reverse of that, I will use that <laughs> when I'm working or like, like, like when I was working at the store and I was working a really long shift. Right. And I'm like, okay, so I have two hours left. That's so long, but really that's only, you know, like, that's like it's only two ca- chunks it, of it's, four it's, 15 it, minutes is, <laughs> which, which, which I can do. I can do a 15 minute. I can do four of those. I can do two chunks of those. Yeah. Or, you know, so I'm on a six hour shift. Okay, I've done an hour. I just have to do that five more times. That's exactly. That, I've, I, like, I, yeah. l- like, and, and, like, picturing them in chunks like that. Yeah. That's something else. Digital clocks, meaningless. Mm-hmm. I have to then relate it to a f- the physical image of a clock in my brain. Yeah. Be- 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 like, if you tell because me... Because time is shapes. Yeah, time <laughs> is shapes. It's a tool you can hang on the wall. on your wrist. The past yeah. is far behind us. The future doesn't exist. What's the time? It's quarter to nine. Time to take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I watched all the, of it. The, the, oh, past, the past is fire behind us. The future doesn't exist. That's a, an ADHD thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, time is shapes. If you just tell me a time, if I don't, then immediately, like, lock it to an image of a clock <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. I, I, you just you just said a number. I don't know what that means. No. Like, like, okay. 15 squirrels. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as meaningful. Thank you. I've been doing TikTok lives. That's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. And you're famous. I'm famous. You're famous on TikTok. Oh, my God. God. People we're, watch you people do watch it. Do we're, we're doing a podcast with a famous person. Uh-huh. You should be so happy to be in the same room. I'm still as a like being famous. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm still <laughs> struck. <laughs> but it's really sweet because, like, I've gotten a group of the same people that come to, that try to come to every one of my oh, live streams. That's, that's really nice. cute. And they're like, oh, I made it! I'm like, oh, I'm so glad! And, like, I know them by their username. Oh, Like, there's this nice. one person, uh, part of their username is like mushroom so I'm like oh hi mushroom how you doing Um, oh that's nice and basically like everyone that stays for the whole live stream is says stuff about how like my voice is so calming and how they love to just like sit and watch and I'm like oh my god thank you oh nice that's so fun that's nice I definitely interrupted that energy today yeah you did (laughs) you did People were like, I whoa. <laughs> They're like, who is that? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Coming in with the same energy as yeah. a fully articulated dragon skeleton. <laughs> Just drops. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I was being calm and stuff, and then I heard the little of your fingers. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're well, like, mom pizza. Sent, yeah, mom sent me in there. Yeah, and you're like, pizza. I'm like, mm-hmm. You're like, well, I don't pizza. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, we have pepperoni? And then you're like, hold on. Do we have pepperoni? <laughs> you're like, no. And you're like, well, we got meatballs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll have meatballs. And you're like, okay. What about mushroom, onion, or... <laughs> like, no. And you're like... Your followers no. are like, oh yeah. my what? god. And you're like, to mom, none of them. What about broccoli? And I'm like, yes, broccoli. Not on the pizza, but on the side. And you're like, okay, broccoli and olive pizza on the side. Broccoli and olive... <laughs> 
And then you just kept staring at me from my door, <laughs> and I couldn't focus on what I was doing, and you're like, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> did, your, did your followers, people were like, like yeah, <laughs> they heard all of it. And they were like, what is going on? <laughs> like, who is that? This is isn't that? the usual live yeah. stream. <laughs> A <laughs> wild Margaret has appeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Longtime fans may see the occasional cryptid. <laughs> What's the the Pokemon music for uh, when you spot a? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wild Margaret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all. That like like it's like it's synthesizers. So no, like, we wait, we were just do doing a voice. We were just doing the one with the with the you know the B song. Did we play that in band? That would be we hard. Did. That we would be so did, hard. That would be so hard. We did circus Imagine. B. Circus B is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm th- I was like, we did B something. I don't I'm think just, we just played the bubble. I'm we just bees. trying to imagine. We did Circus B twice. <laughs> I'm just trying well, to imagine. Well, one of them would have been the year I did and we would have done it probably again. I'm just trying to imagine our flute section. Mm-hmm. Like, oh! <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. Um, senior year. Actually, apparently, in band now, they only have two saxophones and they're both freshmen. Everyone else quit. Oh, well, that's sad. Yeah. You quit? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. I hope for the teacher, I hope they stay. Yeah. Can but... you imagine just not having any saxophones <laughs> in your band? When before, it was like the, It was giant... one of the more popular instruments. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's, it's, I don't want to say it's easy. I've never tried it, but. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a... <laughs> it is not easy. It takes a long it's... time to get the oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For any of the instruments, that's true. Yeah. And the encore was similar to the clarinet because of the way that the mouthpiece and the reed Mm -hmm. worked. Every band teacher and music teacher that has seen me play the saxophone has said that I don't do the mouthing right, but they say that my talent and the way that I play it cancels it out. And I'm like, so how am I supposed to do it? They're like, well, not the way you do it. I'm like, well, that's... Does that ever help? That didn't answer the question. Yeah, I think it's the way that my cheeks kind of poof out when I play. Yeah, yeah, they want you you're to you're supposed be to like suck it in. Cheeks. But they're like, well, I mean, it doesn't affect your. They're like, usually when that happens, it affects your sound and the tonation of the of the instrument. But like, you're fine. So I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that was like when I was in middle school learning to play the flute. And uh-huh. my, my, yeah. <laughs> did your, when your finger got stuck? Oh no, my fingers still do get stuck like this. Yeah. But, yeah. which I couldn't do this before. I could, I, for, for podcast listeners, it's the, the locking your middle knuckle. It's not the middle one, it's the very, it's, it's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, locking, locking yeah. it and then only bending at the very tip. The one that's closest, the, the joint that's closest to your fingernail, that I first joint, that. only bending that one. Yeah. My fingers will get stuck like that because of the years I played flute and having to reach for those, yeah. for those keys. I, I played an open hole flute, which is usually not what you start with. You start with one that has the mm-hmm. holes already closed for you. Yeah. But I had to get plugs for the keys that my ring fingers were on because mm-hmm. my hands I've, aren't, aren't big enough yeah. <laughs> to yeah. reach the keys. And my instructor in middle school was like, your, your hand, you're like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're not covering the, the whole, like, before I got the plugs for those. He's like, you're, you're, you're not, your hand, like, the hands are in the right position, but you're not hitting 
the keys. He's like, here, let me see if there's something wrong with the flute. And he and he played it, and it was like, no, that sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> he has hand. He had hands the size of catcher's mitts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm no, looking I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he has giant fingers uh, and 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 fingers that were like three times the width of my finger pad. Like I like. You're like I. He's like, he's like I don't know what the, your problem is, and I'm like, like do you like, see look, the difference? You want to compare for a could, second? Look at the size of your hand <laughs> and mine. Yeah. <laughs> I look like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! That Next to you, sir. Me, that just reminded me when I went to Allstate, and there was this group of girls, and they were like comparing hand sizes with each other. And one of them turned to me, and she's like, "Hold on, let me see your hand," and like grabbed my hand. And was like, "Oh my God, your thumbs are so tiny." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And she's like, "Oh, they're so cute and tiny. Oh, look at them, they're so so cute." And I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> my pinky fingers are really tiny. Yes, they are. Look how small. They're so small. Mm-hmm. Patricia, let me see your pinky finger. Oh my god. Yeah, my pinky finger is bigger than yours. My yeah. pinky nail is bigger than yeah, yours. Yeah, look how tiny my pinky nail is. Yours is small too. Yeah, yeah so look at my thumb so... compared to yours. And then, oh and yeah, then, no, your thumbs look... are stubby. Yeah, I have stubby <laughs> oh, thumbs. Oh no, you have stubby thumbs. But people used to make. But them like the proportionally, hands. like oh, like like hold me stubby. Oh, that's, that's so mean. Oh, and they no. would be laughing, and I'm like. It's not really that funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hold up your hand and like look, like look at like the proportion. So, like, where does your pinky finger reach to? Like the first knuckle on my ring finger. Oh yeah, yours is short. Yeah, mine doesn't reach the first knuckle either. Almost though. Yeah, like, no, mine's like significantly. But both below. of your hand, you're like tapering. You've got yeah. like lo- like not like long tapering, but like they're like dainty. Uh, yes, yeah, so like I got grubby little kid hands. No, <laughs> my hands are like just. You have, you have you have knuckles though. My yeah. like mine like I can't wear rings like they, yeah. So they look like nice and tapered, right? But it's like they a just perfect, fall off. It's a right. perfectly linear taper. Yeah. So I can't. There's nowhere for the ring to sit at the top of my finger. It it, it either gets stuck and it hurts and pinches, right? Or it doesn't stay on and just slides right off because yeah. there's no knuckle for like it, it's just a perfectly linear. It's a line. Yep. It's a straight line. Yeah. To <laughs> listeners. That's why both Margaret and I have uh, necklaces with rings on them. Yeah, because we can't we wear, can't wear them on our fingers. Because <laughs> it hurts. Like, I this have... is loose on my thumb. Yeah, that's a big Yeah, ring. the only finger I think... No, I, I could... my thumb? <laughs> I have... It's gets a generation. You kids are gonna have it. <laughs> When the only the only finger I think I can wear rings on is my thumbs because my thumbs do have a knuckle. Yeah, yeah, they do. I could wear thumb rings, but that's about it. That's really funny. <laughs> Speaking of plot episode episodes that are vital in a rewatch because yeah. they contain plot and foreshadowing and, and nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Then let's jump right into today's episode, season one, episode 20, Dead Man's Blood. Our writer today is, uh, we have two writers, Catherine Humphreys. This is her first uh, appearance, but she will return throughout seasons one through four. Okay. Paired with John Shaban. Oh. Yep. Not surprised. I have, yeah, I have mixed feelings about him. Yeah. The, but yeah. like, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, this episode was really good. He has some really good quality writing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about skin. Thinking of skin specifically, he, he has some really... 
high quality character work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's where he, he excels. And we can talk about that as we go on. That It's the character work, I think, is the, the character writing he's really good at. The filling out the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. I think, is where he needs someone to rein him in. Yeah. Which, like, in Skin, what we had the director, um, and I'm not... I mean, Robert I, Duncan McNeil? Yeah, Robert Duncan Mc, McNeil. So, paired together, that was a really effective thriller episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen him a couple other times where it's, where the, yeah, it's, it's... It fell flat. If it, his, the filling out the rest of the episode, it either fell flat or was really, like, pervy. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, too sexual for no reason. Yeah. And I think every one of his episodes has had either thematically or textually implied or, in fact, sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, not a fan of that. No. Yeah, no. And again, in this episode, we will see some sort with some sexier stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we can talk about that then when we, when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Our director today is Tony Warmby. Mm. Okay. This is a one another one-off director. Mm. Interesting. Um, and <laughs> this episode aired on 420. Hey. Nice. Nice. Uh, 2006. Nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> Getting into the episode itself, we have a previously on. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all about John. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's for the audience to let you know this is a plot episode. <laughs> and remember, the boys and John have a bad relationship. Remember, John is hunting the thing that killed Mary. Remember, remember he has a plan to kill the demon. <laughs> Dad doesn't want our help. Dad's vulnerable with us around. We almost got Dad killed. You gotta let me go. It's, it's, he's, he's a, he's a very, you know, macho man. He's gonna kill the thing that killed mm-hmm. Mary. And there was, he this, has a bad relationship with his sons. There was this really funny, really weirdly edited part in the previously on. He was like, when we finally see Dad, I don't know if he's gonna wanna see it, or if he's gonna wanna see me. And there was like a clink, and then there's Dad. <laughs> It was this weird, like, that. <laughs> so we, at, at this point in the episode, we don't know where John is. We haven't heard from him, whatever. But the previously on tells us, <laughs> I think we're going to see him this episode. <laughs> I think John's going to show up. I think we might, we might be seeing John this episode. <laughs> when he shows up, I actually started, like, bursting out with laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the episode begins in Manning, Colorado. And they, they, yeah, they make sure to tell you that it's present day. day. (laughs) Yeah, in case we were confused, which I, I guess we, I, we could, because it'll often open with two months ago, two months ago, you know, this, this, or, you know, it'll, it'll open and then the next scene will say like two months later or whatever. Right. I guess this was to, like, let you know that, like, this isn't some, like, old-timey thing. This is happening now. So that you're not, like, weird confused about, like, you know, because he's using, like, a weird old-timey gun. Right. So you're not confused about when this is happening. This is happening today. We're at a biker dive bar type situation. A man sitting at the bar is leafing through a journal with, like, occult shit in it. Yeah, and I was like, is that John's journal? Well, it is a very obviously hunter journal. Mm -hmm. The only one of these we've seen is John's journal. Yeah, and I was like, who 
got John's journal. Yeah, so there, there's some, like, intriguing cool stuff. And this is a cool prop. Yeah. Yes, very cool prop. We are introduced to this man. He's, a, like, an older gentleman as Mr. Elkins, who appears to be a regular here. He looks very preoccupied yeah. yes. with what he's doing. And the waitress asks him if he'd like another... And he looks up. He's like, yeah, thanks, Beth. And then goes back to his papers. So clearly regular. He on first name basis with with the waitress and another, you know, biker drunk, drunken guy at the other end of the bar. He's drinking there. He's like, thought they caught the Unabomber. And I suppose like that line could be why they put the um, put the present day thing because the Unabomber was in like the 90s. Maybe. And it wasn't like a super contemporary reference. Yeah. More contemporary than it would be today. I'm not sure, like, like Bridget, how many of your friends know who the Unabomber is? I don't even really. I only know it when they referenced it in You Got Mail. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's where I know it from, really. Yeah. Um, when I ever th- heard of it, I only thought of someone with, like, you know, like a, the Unibrow. <laughs> that was it. That's the only image that comes to mind. <laughs> it's it's true. When I hear Unabomber, the first thing I think of is you've got mail, and he couldn't possibly be the rooftop killer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought Frank was the it's Unabomber. Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's George? It could be the next person who walks into the store. It could, what if it's George. George. They're like, mm. <laughs> He's like, like hey, what's up? <laughs> They're like, are you online? online. <laughs> it's like, what does he say? He's like, well, uh, according to me, something, the internet is just another way to get rejected by women. Yeah. <laughs> and all I George. can see him as is the dad from Diary of Wimpy Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Who pours kids on Halloween because he's trying to get he's trying to sabotage the kids that always uh, TP his house and throw eggs and at one point he ended up running out he's like ah, I got you he poured water on this little girl and her grandma and she was like why are you so mean mister he's like oh and then he just ran back into his house and he's like, I'm going to the nut shop. What was it? I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. Gonna pick up some eucalyptus candles to make my apartment smell no. mossy. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he has like the same energy in basically everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve Zahn. <laughs> What's his name? Steve Zahn. So, the Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> The waitress um, starts like kind of loudly, yeah, talking yeah. about I Mr. Was like, Elkins. Yeah, he, he can hear. He's you know, not that far away. The no. car is not that big. Poor Mr. Elkins lives alone up in that canyon. Same seat every day. Going through his papers, making little notes. He's a nice old man. He's just a nut. Oh my god! <laughs> the guy's like, uh huh. Like, man's right the there. The bar isn't that big. No, he's sitting right and there. And he might be preoccupied, but people can like he can still, he still hear his name being talked about. Yeah, he's t- he's right there. <laughs> he's a nut. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, if you lowered your voice, the mic would probably pick you up. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have a music cue, yeah. and Elkins like stiffens up and looks, and we see a group of bikers enter the bar. Of course, because we read the description, I was like, mm. <laughs> If you hadn't read the episode description ahead of time, you would still, because it was ominous music, and mm-hmm. he looks up and looks at the door as this group of people come in. And they're, like, they look, you know, like confident, dangerous people. Yeah. 
So all of those things together, like, oh, this group is trouble. I think there's there's like three guys and one girl with this very like leather top on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the yeah? It's the, the like like the lace up yeah lace up front, which is like which is like almost a crop top, and it's like with like low rise jeans, low rise jeans, and it's <laughs> is like that not yes, yes, it's yeah. Kate. And it's, like, not laced from, like, just below the sternum mm-hmm. down to the hem. Yeah. So it's, like, open a little bit at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I was getting, through, like, throughout the episode, like, from that top specifically, Dark Willow. Yeah. It's very, it's very alternate universe Buffy. Yeah. It is. I love, that was, like, that's one of the only episodes that I remember when she, because everything's, like, sexy in the other world, and she tried to put, like, run her hair through someone, or her fingers through someone else's hair, and it got stuck, and she's like, oh, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, this like, like, dark sexy, that's a very mid-2000s dark, dark sexy. sexy. <laughs> well, it's like the mirror world. Uh, well, I, I, I want to talk about that later. Oh. I have some things to say about the alternate universes <laughs> and fake things. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so the who we will learn is Kate. Mm-hmm. Kate and friends. So Elkins, his hunter spidey senses are obviously tingling. Mm-hmm. They ask for Jack all around. Leave, just leave the bottle. She's like, I got any food mm-hmm. for you guys. She's like, no, we, we have got dinner, dinner plans. plans. And like, mm, probably humans. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Elkins has gone without finishing his yeah. whiskey. She's yeah. like, oh, where'd it go? That was weird. He makes it back to the uh, aforementioned secluded cabin. Yeah. His hands are shaking. You can hear the keys go... <laughs> yeah, ma- you know, he makes it inside, sets the journal down, and he is just starting to relax when he... He stops. ...tenses and turns. And there's the sexy lady from the bar is in his house. Beat them. Beat him here somehow? <laughs> yeah. Then. Don't know how, but she's like, it's been a while. I gotta say, you look old. And her eyes kind of flash white. Yeah. So we know she's supernatural. <laughs> he throws a knife at her and she's like... <sighs> yeah, it goes deep into her chest and she goes, damn, and pulls it out. She's like, you can do better than that. And he's starting to run away. Yeah. And uh, he barricades the door with a bookshelf and he's getting out this he, old gun. He goes to a safe. Like, it's, it's, you know, the frantic, like, they're knocking yeah. on the door. He's going, <laughs> he's at the safe. They're knocking <laughs> on the door. He's at the safe. Yeah. He gets out this, like, this old case with an antique gun with, like, the bullets lined up in the velvet, like... And it looks like thing. little wells. Sil- yeah, little, yeah. Bullet. And it looks like silver bullets or something for it the looks, supernatural. It looks like something special. Yeah. It is an antique revolver of some kind. Fa- very, very fancy antique looking. Mm-hmm. She's banging on the door. When he's putting it together, like, he's acting... He is acting frantic. But I'm like, move! Faster! He's like, oh, oh no. And he's like putting each bullet in. He's old and his hands are shaking. And like, you have to load each of these individually. I know. But I it's just an like, no, faster! <laughs> um, yeah, I, I fully believe he is trying. Yeah. <laughs> Two guys jump through like windows in the ceiling. Yeah. Skylight, yeah. Skylights. And they tackle him onto his desk. The dark and sexy lady, you know, kicks the door and the bookshelf down. Wow. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so these people are not, like, if there was any doubt, these people have super strength and their eyes glow. They're not normal. Elkins is, like, pinned to the desk by the two who came in through the ceiling. And, you know, this lady says, nice. She she picks up the gun where it was dropped on the floor. And she says, nice gun. Wouldn't do you much good, of course. Yeah, but that's dumb, though. That's really dumb of her. Because she knows that he's special and that... She knows who he is. Yeah. Wouldn't she yeah, know no, that she, he wouldn't she's just not, she's pull not that, a gun on her? She's not that bright. I don't think she's that smart. No. <laughs> she's, not, she's not that smart. 
Yeah. She's, None of the vampires... The, we have for, one smart vampire here. What's yeah. his name? And he's, he's not here. Yeah, he's not here. Uh, yeah. The the guys who are with her are holding Elkins to the desk, and she says, boys, we're eating in tonight. And we have his... <laughs> we get to hear his screams as the camera outside the cabin goes to black. So in this scene, the gun in the case, mm-hmm. I knew what it was, and it was like, no way. This early? Oh. Oh, wow. It's that gun. Oh, this okay. early, like, like My I didn't brain know. Went to I didn't remember that it that this that particular item made an appearance this early in the show. Cool. So, like that, I was very excited to see. I was like, "Is that is that the, is that the cult?" <laughs> <laughs> and it is a cool prop. We get to yeah. see more of it later. But we get to go to black, and we get the. <laughs> <laughs> Our next scene, the Impala is parked outside a cafe in, I think Dean says Nebraska? Yeah. No leads in all Nebraska. He's reading the paper. Yeah. And again, I looked. And again, there's no date. (laughs) Sam's on his laptop. Sam said that he's scanned Wyoming, Colorado, South Dakota. A woman in Iowa fell 10,000 feet from a plane and survived. Like that? (laughs) Seems more incredible than the Twilight Zone, says Dean. Dean suggests they head back to upstate New York Mm -hmm. to see Sarah. He says she's a cool chick smoking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, there we go. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Dean. Horn dog. Yeah, smoke him, and he whistles. He says, "You two, you two seem pretty friendly. What do you say?" Which is a diff. This is a different energy mm-hmm. than than what he had in the episode that when we saw Sarah. Right. Mm-hmm. He was appreciative, but also like more like I'm proud of Sam for getting out there, and mm-hmm. he was like trying to get Sam a date, and not like Ooh, and not this lady. Yeah, not. Like, 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 she's hot. Yeah, so it's just a very different energy (laughs) that Dean is bringing here. Sam brings up the mention of a Daniel Elkins found Mm -hmm. mauled in his home, and Dean knows the name. Yeah, recognize that name. Sam's like, doesn't ring any bells. Is it yet? The police think it thought it was like a bear attack, but then they found signs of robbery. Is like, so that's weird. And Dean's like going through the journal, and he finds in like the address, like, like, like an address part of the book. Like, there's a list of names, one of them with a phone number next to it, and it's D. Elkins. And they're like, could, could that be? And Dean's like, it's a Colorado area code. Mm-hmm. It's like, gotta be. The other names didn't ring a bell to me. I didn't look them up to see if they are characters in the show. They're, they're, there's it, it, But it is, we do get a good long look at this the, about at the journal and it is a cool prop there's mm-hmm. notes that john has made the entry closest to where these names are listed is from august 1983 and it's their notes about possible demon activity mm. oh so there's no there's there's so there's some cool it's a cool prop thing that we get to see the boys drive off to colorado we get a picture <laughs> a picture of mountains in the background mm-hmm. and the boys make it to the cabin with flashlights out in yet another contaminated crime scene yeah, yeah. sam finds like a circle of salt by the door and he's like you think this guy elkins is a player it's like protection against demon salt or oops i spilled the popcorn salt it's, like, it's a definite <laughs> circle this yeah. is this is a a, a real when they walk in Dean is like, hmm, looks like the maid didn't come today. <laughs> yeah, the, the house is in complete disarray. It has been tossed more than the struggle we saw. M- more than more than that would have yeah. done. Like, this, this place this has been completely tossed. Trashed. Dean is, like, leafing through this journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he finds he finds Elkins' journal, and it's definitely 
a player journal. Yeah. It was like, this is a hunter journal, but it dates back to the 60s. So this this guy has been active for a while. And so this is really interesting. This is, so, so it's confirmation that it's not their dad's journal mm-hmm. and that this is a hunter of some kind. And we haven't seen any hunters yeah. yet. Yeah, no real ones. Other than uh, the Winchesters. Yeah. We, we know that John has some support network of some kind. We've gotten in touch with a Caleb, or, or they, mm-hmm. they have mentioned a Caleb. They've mentioned a Pastor Jim mm-hmm. as contacts of John's. We met Missouri. We yeah. met Missouri. But she's not yeah. a hunter. No. And, or, so, so none of the, I don't, we don't know if Caleb's a hunter at this point. We've not met Pastor Jim. When does Bob... Bobby? Yeah, when does he come in? And have we heard about him? We've not heard about him yet. No. But something that comes up in this episode as a as a theme is John and his ability to maintain relationships with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but this is, you know, interesting. This is the first other hunter that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's not just the Winchesters and whatever supporting network they have. We get an exterior shot panning over the house from the bushes and we see a figure. <sighs> yes. Dean is wearing his leather jacket this episode. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's good and I think thematically appropriate. Mm-hmm. From from this exterior point of view shot that, and the, that then swings to see the uh, to see this dark figure, you can see the boys' flashlights moving around in the house. Mm-hmm. So someone is obviously watching them and can see them what they're doing. The boys move into the remains of this office, and Dean finds the empty empty gun case, no gun. But he sees makes he's, he has that high perception, mm-hmm. gets a gets a really high perception roll, sees something. Under the blood splatter on the floor. And he gets his fingers all over it. <laughs> he gets his fingers right up in it. He takes a sheet of paper and makes a rubbing of it. Yeah. Which I was like, ah, oh, how smart. He's a smart. Dang. He's a smart. Very conveniently shaped paper somewhere. Yeah, using his little brain. It was like the perfect size for it. Mm-hmm. Perfectly cut to how big the word would be. So yeah, he takes, so he takes the rubbing, holds it up the light, and it's the location and combination of a P.O. box. They're like mail drop, just the way dad does it. So we're at the post office? Yeah. Late at night? And they're not, not acting normal. Of the post office is open after hours. I don't know how late it's open. Open. Yeah, at least at least here. Here, here's the thing though. They are acting so suspicious. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're acting and really. They're acting well. Yeah, when same, you get same like like I mean, yeah. our post office is. Um, I think you can get into that part of the post office. Yeah. Oh, I think that part of it's mm-hmm. open. I think you can access your mail after hours. And it's just cool. it's just so funny because like they could have acted completely normal. Like they have the information for the PO box. You just go into it. Yeah. No, act like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. If you if you're like, oh man, someone's <gasps> gonna see us, and like one person looking at the window constantly, then, no, then people then will they'll notice. Will yeah. notice. <laughs> act like you're supposed to be there, and they're and, like, and, and, and they're like not, fumbling for the letter. Yeah, and, stuff. And, and they're not like trying to figure out the combination or whatever. They have it. Yeah. yeah. Just do, just, just do, do it. The thing, guys. Flashback to your high school days when you had to open a locker. <laughs> right, left, right. Yeah. yeah. You know how it works. Yeah. They pull out a sealed envelope that is addressed to JW, and they're sitting in the car at, like after after getting it, and they're like, "I don't know. Do we open it? I don't. I don't know. Do you think it's John? It's got to be John, right? Like, I don't. Sh- should we open it? 
And there's a knock. knock. You, you see a brief a little reflection, reflection in the window. I didn't Dan's turned away from the driver. He's sitting in the driver's seat. He's turned away from the driver's side window. And you see a brief reflection. I'm like, oh, there's John's face. And the knock on the window scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Especially when they're like, ah! <laughs> and they're like, knock, knock, knock. And they're like, dad. He's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, the Dean, like, they, they see him, they, they like, ah, freak out, and they see him, and Dean's like, Dad? Dad? <laughs> and he's got, like, this this weird, like, grin, he's like, hee hee. Like, I, I, I mean, got the drop I on. got them. I got him. Got him. And, like, he just goes in the backseat, he's yeah, like. Yeah, he, he just gets in the car. Yeah. He's like, hey, boys, I'm here. Look, and, and the, the facial expression John is making, I'm not sure what it is. No. Bemused? Yeah. Mild? Lee? Mm-hmm. So? Yeah? He's got kind of... It's not a smirk. It's like a... Hmm. Yeah. I, I People don't can definitely see that. <laughs> it's a... Hmm. hmm. I don't... <laughs> not a sad hmm. Uh, no. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Content? No, but not content. I think maybe it's like, I know a little more about this than you guys do. I Give so, me I, the envelope. I, I suppose maybe a little smug. And like a... Almost, like like a... Oh, like, almost like playful. A, Almost playful, yeah. Be- even though this is a super serious situation, yeah, yeah. it's 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 not. It didn't really it's fit the mood. Tonally correct, I don't think. Mm. But yeah, perhaps a little smug and a little like, oh, look at you guys on your little mystery. I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I know something you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, like so cute to see you guys running around. <laughs> Sam is like, what are you doing here? Are are you all right? Yes. Sam and Dean are both like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what? what is, why are you here? It's like, yeah, I read the paper. Got it as fast as I could. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I saw you two at, uh, at Daniel's place. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah, why? you know why. Why didn't you come in? You know why. Because I want to make sure you were not followed by anyone or anything. Yeah, John read the news about Daniel, assuming like in a paper or yeah. be- because he's, I cannot imagine that John is a particularly avid computer user. No. No. In, in, a, in a paper. <laughs> so, he read, so he probably read, you know, read the obituary or mm. whatever. It's like, what's a JPEG? <laughs> Do I look like I know what a, what a JPEG, JPEG is? is? I just want a picture oh, of a goddamn hot dog. That's John. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. John, as I assuming you know, read read about it in the paper and got here as fast as he could. Dean was dying. Yeah. When Sam called and couldn't get through to him. He left a message. We know. We know he listens to those messages. Mm-hmm. Dean was going to die. He didn't get there as fast as he could then. He didn't show up. Mm-hmm. When the boys were in Lawrence mm-hmm. investigating the haunting in their old house, and Dean called John in tears, begging him because he didn't know what to do, and he was having to relive his trauma, the most traumatic night of his life. John showed up only because, but didn't tell them he was there. Yeah. He didn't help them. He hid like a little bitch baby in Missouri's house. And let them take care of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Mary's ghost was, you know, the, the last of it was dispersed as part of their case. John didn't show up when Dean was in tears on the phone. John didn't show up when Sam Sam was calling him. Yeah. Begging him to show up when Dean was dying. Mm-hmm. So who is this Elkins guy to, yeah. to John? Yeah. Former lover? No. No. <laughs> no, no. John's homophobic as fuck. 
Yeah, and even if it's just internalized, because, like it, he would never have acted on it. No. no. So, so who is this guy? Someone John hasn't spoken to in years because he had a falling out with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets word that he's died, and he shows up as fast as he could to get his gun. Yeah, to get the gun to kill the demon. Not, not because he he, he pitches it as he was a good man. He yeah. taught me a lot about hunting. I showed up as fast as I could. It was it was to get the gun. He it you don't care about it, him. It was it was because uh, Elkins knew the last known location of the gun. It was because of his connection to the gun. He did it. John is not here because he cared. No. Yeah, he's like, oh, he dropped. I bet he dropped like a bunch of a uh, bunch of a bunch of loot when he died. Yeah, a bunch of special <laughs> items. <laughs> This, this, just that. Read the news about Daniel and got here as fast as I could. It's, is pitched. Mm-hmm. He pitches it to the boys as, like, oh man, this was a real sad thing for me to hear. And it's just insulting. Yeah. It's insulting to the boys. It's like, insulting it's, it's so to Daniel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because he's like, be, because it really is like, oh man, sweet loot drop. Yeah. Yeah. John, John's not here for Daniel. He's not even, he's not here for the things that killed Daniel. Yeah. Which, which is what a good hunter would be yeah. here for. He's mm-hmm. here for the gun and he knows that the things that killed Daniel have the gun. So he's like, okay, well, I guess we got to deal with them. If, if he could get the gun and, and not have to deal with them at all, he, he would do it. Fun. Yeah. He would have left them. Yeah. Let them. Yeah kill people. Yeah, probably. Because they're not bothering him. Probably, because he's got bigger personal fish to fry. Yeah, he's got to kill that demon. Yeah. He's been fixating on for how long now? 22, 23 years now. (sighs) He's like, I got a plan. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So John is like insistent here. He's like, you know, when you search the place, did you see a gun, an antique, a Colt revolver? And this is where he mentions the Colt. And I'm like, it is the Colt! It's the cult. C O L T, not C U L T. No, no, C O L T. But when he says, uh, "Kind of had a falling out," haven't seen him in years. I'm like, why am I not surprised, yeah. John? That John Winchester, Winchester? had a falling oh, out and hasn't spoken to someone in years. <laughs> Seems oddly familiar. Like every relationship that he's ever every had. relationship yeah. ever. <laughs> And then he's like, you don't get it. You don't understand me, man. We just, like, we just didn't click. So, so when when Dean is like, you know, oh, there was this old case, but it was empty. John's like, they have it. We got to pick up their trail. And he gets oh, well, out of the car. He, he's, he gets the letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reads it. Oh, yeah. He's he, like, he reads it. He's like, he, he had it the whole time. Yeah. He reads the first line. He's like, if you're reading this, I'm already dead. He had it the whole time. The gun. That, they have it. Bitch. We got to go. We got. We gotta go. We gotta pick up the trail. The boys are shocked, and they're like, "What? What? 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 You've just what? You've just thrown you so just, much at us." You get into my car, you, and you. It's and li- listening to the way John is talking a lot of the time, it's like we're hearing a third of a conversation. Yeah, he's like. Mm-hmm. Not even half the conversation because you could like extrapolate the rest. We're hearing no. just like it's it's just he just like says like sentences this is, or sentence fragments. Yeah, this is like me when I'm trying when I'm super not into it and like I'm thinking in my head and then every once in a while I'll say something, but like I won't realize if what I've thought in my head if I've said that out loud and people mm-hmm. will be like what huh and I'm like you know what I just said and they're like 
Yeah, like you, you, you have you have a whole like speech going on in your head, and then you just say like a sentence fragment from it. And people are like, "What?" That's that's what like when John is talking to the boys. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds like, and and they're both the boys are like, "What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? You cult? What what cult? What yeah. what 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 what?" Yeah. Tra- trail of what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, if Elkins is telling the truth, we gotta find his gun. And Sam is like, why? And yeah. John is like, because it's important, that's why. In like a stop it, yeah. Sammy kind of way. So. John is just so bad at sharing mm-hmm. information. <laughs> why? Because. He's like, Dad, we don't know what these things are yet. They're what Danny Elkins killed best. Vampires. Vampires. So we learn that. Uh, Vampires that exist. Okay. Yeah, we learned a couple things. Not in not in this universe. In well, in, this, in the supernatural, <laughs> <laughs> we learned a couple things. Elkins was like you know this is all confirmed. Elkins was a hunter who taught John a lot. Elkins was a hunter who had specialized. His specialty was vampires. Mm-hmm. We also learned like and and like there's it's like oh hey cool. We have this is our f- the first vampires we've seen. We've seen mm-hmm. a lot of ghosts and a couple other monsters and we've some had really mention of werewolves. We've had mentions of werewolves, so we know those exist mm-hmm. and some really fucked up people. Yeah. But yeah. but we haven't had like vampires, which are a classic. So that's cool. Yeah. And then Dean sort yeah. of answers like, why we haven't seen this classic monster yet. He didn't think they were real. No, it's like vampires. I thought there was no such thing. Yeah, Sam's so, like, you never mentioned them. And John's like, I thought they were extinct. I thought Elkins and others had wiped them out. And then he goes, I was wrong. It takes him so long to say, yeah. I was wrong. And the boys look at each other like, like um, oh, he, he said what? I he admitted never, what? I have never Sam heard him being say like that, that before. Being like, okay, can you say that again one more time? Uh, in, the mic- <laughs> in the microphone, please. <laughs> so... This is a supernatural entity that this this hunter that John knew specialized in killing, and he John got killed and, by them. And John thought that the that the specialized hunter and those associated with him had wiped them out. So he just never said anything about their existence to the boys. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that that's so stupid. Because you're also like you're telling them about everything else. Yeah, it wouldn't be it, that it's, out of it's it's a. It's like a 30 second max. It's like, okay, so you know how, you know, we're, we're, we're today, today kids, we're lo- at, at John Winchester boot camp. We're learning about. <laughs> at John Winchester, Winchester homeschool. Yeah, we're, we're learning about weapons or, or uh, we're learning about monsters that have to be killed in a specialized way. We've got shapeshifters, stabbers shot in yeah. heart. Yeah. Sh- shot in heart with silver. Maybe. 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 I think it's shot in heart with silver. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. You know, the 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 Wendigo had to be set on fire. Mm-hmm. We're, we're learning about specialized monsters. And history of hunting, very brief. There used to be vampires. There aren't any more. You had to behead them. Right. Would have taken... Not that, not, not that, that long. Yeah, not that long. Used to be vampires, aren't anymore. But they they were ever, wiped out. Don't worry find, about it. Yeah, like yeah, don't worry about it. But if you that's ever, all, that's all you have to say. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you think you might, good win. good news, beheading will kill, kill a, lot a lot of things. Of things. Yeah. <laughs> if you think it's a vampire, yeah, beheading might be the way to go. Uh, but 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 he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything to like to the point where Dean, who has been hunting with John the longest. Didn't think they existed. Yeah. He thought they were made up. Which is weird. So it's, it must have come up in, you know, terse, laconic conversation at some point. Something, something, vampires. 
Well, yeah, I mean, he knows that vampires are, like, a thing in media, though. Right, but, like, like it, it must have come across in some hunt somewhere. Yeah. About vampires at some point for Dean to be, like, not only, like, oh, we've just never talked about it. Like, like oh, I didn't think they existed. Yeah. So it was probably, like, just a passing question about vampires. There aren't any. There aren't any. <laughs> okay. Because that's so unhelpful. <laughs> They're so stupid! And so then John's giving them the rundown of stuff about vampires, and he's saying, Most vampire lore is crap. A cross won't help. Uh, Sunlight won't kill them. And neither will a stake to the heart. But the bloodlust, that part's true. They need fresh human blood to, to survive. And this this is this this is done in voiceover over a yeah. montage of the biker vamps. Mm-hmm. And we get we see them, they're like they're hanging out, it's nighttime, they're hanging out by their car. They're drinking. They're drinking, they're shoving each other, and they're out in a group, and we assume they're out hunting, probably. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they went to the bar and then said they had dinner plans. So mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a car driving down the road and our uh lady who vamp that we we learn is kate throws the bottle and it crashes she goes all yours baby and one guy vampire smiles mm-hmm. the, the the couple in this car are appear in my notes as about to die couple yeah mm-hmm. um and, and they are blouse girl and paisley shirt mm-hmm. guy <laughs> yeah and the girl <laughs> chuckles and the guy's like what and she goes well i guess you showed that guy he's like what guy she goes, the guy who bet you wouldn't buy that shirt. He's like, I love this shirt. Like, oh, man, he's about to die in that shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make fun of him. Yeah, make oh, fun of that shirt that man. will be covered in blood soon. That's going to be his ghost outfit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was that's, very Hawaiian-esque. It's, oh, man, it's very loud. It's a very loud it's a shirt. shirt. And that's going to be that's gonna be his ghost outfit. Yeah, and if you have any grandkids, when they grow up and they can see you as a ghost, they're going to be like, oh, man, that, you were that? <laughs> is that? Is that just what it was like in the olden days? He's like, olden? No. no. <laughs> and this was a good shirt. Yeah, this was in 2006, okay? I like this shirt. It is a very loud 2006 shirt. Yeah. yeah. They stop short. They see a guy laying in the road. And she's like, holy crap. Oh, my God. What happened to him? He's like, call 911. And he gets out to go check the body like, oh, my God, are you okay? What's going on? And the guy's, the the body's just lying there. And he's like. a weird effect on him when he's on the road. I don't remember what it was. It was something with, like, his eyes, I think. Oh, well, his eyes do, like, the the, The weird weird glow thing. Yeah. It's weird. And he opens his eyes. And the guy's like. Uh, like, <laughs> sir, are, sir, are sir, you you're okay? Your, your eyes flashed silver. Um, um, are are you? And then he goes. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Sharp teeth grow in from. That the top. was the effect. Yeah, so oh, okay. it was weird. Well, we get to see how vampire teeth work in this universe. Yeah, we see that they. It's like they don't have fangs. Like like you know the like the the two fangs. Yeah, the, the two like canines that are they super don't have, sharp. They don't have. They don't have those. It's not like a full mouth of teeth like all the time, like Nosferatu or whatever. They have like normal human teeth, and then they have this second set of teeth that come like descend from the gum line. Yeah, that's gotta hurt. Uh, well, the, the, the well, as... well, they're not, po- they're not tearing through, it's not like Wolverine. Okay. They're not tearing through yeah. the gum line every time. I was time. thinking of Wolverine. It's not like, it's not like Wolverine. If they had those um, healing powers. No, they, they act more like a cat's retractable claws mm. in this universe. Okay. We don't get to see all the details here. We will see vamps as we go on. And you can like pull the, pull the lip back and like press 
on oh, they're like on like a cat's like, paw like, like a cat's like cat's claws uh, they're they're retractable like that you can push down under the uh, beans. you push on the little beans and the little <laughs> claws come out you do that you do that to a vampire in, in supernatural and like like the upper gum over do the they lip make a vampire friend why do vampires all seem so mean in this because they're evil <laughs> because, <laughs> but like why <laughs> why can't we have nice vampires like alucard yeah, well okay so we do i don't want to spoil anything yeah. okay. um as the show goes on, because right now they're at the very beginning of their hunting career, we have monsters and we have humans. Right. And then we have fucked up humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we have... And it's like, I'd rather most, take the ghosts. Yeah. Then we have the most dangerous game. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I don't know what they've... What they're, no, uh, whatever the fuck they've got going on. The lines are, are very... You know, the, the lines are very harshly drawn. It's very black and white. Very easy to see where good and evil is. Mm-hmm. As the show goes on, there is more gray area. As the show goes on, we meet more more monster monsters and monster people who are more character than monster. Mm-hmm. They're not just, just they're monster. not just there to kill or whatever. They're they have their own motivations. Oh. Even even though they are evil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we meet. And then as the show goes on even further, we meet even more you know, monster or monster adjacent people who are more solidly in that morally gray hmm. or even, you know, lean on the side of good. Hmm. So it, it opens up more discussion for for the characters on those sorts of things. Like, like oh man, we've just been like hacking vampires' heads off left and right. Were some of them people? Maybe we should have <laughs> talked to them first. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should have had a conversation once. <laughs> it probably on. shouldn't be us though, because we're bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I, 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 I the answer I, is yes, but but also the answer is no, but also the answer is yes, but no, not in that way. <laughs> there, there are a couple characters I'm thinking of specifically. You, you ask if there's uh, if there are any good vampires. I don't know as that close I, to good as possible. Yes, the the one character in particular I'm thinking of is we meet in season eight. Ugh! Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not fair. Yeah, so we get to see the, the fangs, like the actual... We get to see in more, in more depth the actual mechanics of how the fangs work Eesh. later. But for now, we do see that they slide out of the gum line and then he attack. Mm-hmm. He attack. Carry <laughs> <laughs> violin to commercial. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dina are asleep with their clothes on over the covers. Yep, ready to go. In a, a motel, motel room? I'm, I'm guessing it's a motel. It, it looks motel. Yeah. So this is the, you know, preparing to go on a midnight hunt. Yeah. It's also, up until this point, we've seen them sleeping in, like, sleep clothes, or Dean sleeps in his underwear. Yeah. yeah. This is the most guarded we've ever seen them sleep. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, ready to jump up and go. Yeah. But, but when, when they when they do jump up and go, they seem... It's like, like they're like, out of practice almost. Like they're out of practice, or like they weren't expecting to have to jump up and go. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I'm not sure... So, John Scott stuff packed up. He's like, okay, Sam Dean, let's go. Yeah, we, we hear on the radio, it's like, mile marker, 41 abandoned car, I need workup, copy that, gonna need forensics. Someone's having fun. And we see, yeah, John has, been, John has been sitting up with the police scanner, mm-hmm. and as soon as he hears this, he jumps up and wakes the boys. 
Yep, get up, let's someone, go. Someone offset is having some fun with a walkie-talkie. You're like, ah, I don't enough. I got any backup party. Dean's, when he wakes up, Dean, Dean's grown. Mm-hmm. Dean hates to be woken up. Yeah. And this is before morning. This is yeah. Yeah. middle of the night. And, uh, yeah, John's like, we gotta go. Couple called 911. They found a body on the street. Cops got there and everyone was missing. So it's the vampires. Sam says, how do you know? Yeah. And John's like, just follow me, okay? And like, John, a five-second walk and talk on the way to the cars mm-hmm. would clear this up. Yep. Just any information. Any sliver a, of information. A crumb. <laughs> a ration. Just a little. Just a, just just a little. Just a little. Anything. It's not helpful. No. No. At this point, it is not making the hunt more efficient. No, it's not. It's not protecting anyone. Mm-mm. It's just making things more difficult. So your excuses later on mean absolutely nothing. Dean says, gives Dean, you know, struggling to wake up, uh, says, vampires, gets funnier every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we are now, it is now morning. We are on the highway near the abandoned car. And there's some interesting music choices. There, it was, yeah. there was interesting, intense music over the post office scene. Mm-hmm. And some interesting, intense music choices over... This scene, it there the music is different. I'm but I'm not I'm not sure why I like it, mm-hmm. but it is different and I like it. John is walking away from the police, like the crime scene. Sam's like, I don't see why we couldn't have gone over with him. <laughs> and Dean's yeah. like, Oh, don't tell me it's already starting. Yeah. Seems so like, like what? What's, what? what's starting? What? I don't know what you're talking about. And John comes back with the the information he got from the cops. Oh, yeah. This is when he says, looks like they're heading west. We gotta double back to get around that detour. Sam keeps on being like, say, how how can you be so sure? He, yeah, j- Sam questions John. I just want to make sure we're going in the right direction. And John's like, we are. John's, like, bitch face. <laughs> yep. Back at Sam. He goes, well, how do you know? And then he holds up, I found this. There, there's, there, is a, there is a pause where he just looks yeah. at Sam. Until he, like he and he is he, such a big baby. Until he gives in like happy, and it's it's a a vampire tooth, where and then John explains yeah. that the second set of teeth descend when the vampire attacks, so he you goes, can't you can't tell. He so goes, he, Any more questions? At Sam, <laughs> who is like just clenching his jaw and saying nothing, and then he walks around the side of Dean's car. Well, John John gives the order to move out. Yeah, We're losing yeah. daylight. Like he's, he's daylight. John. So Sam has challenged John a couple times now. Yeah. Openly. And John is angry. Mm-hmm. And he had to now give in to Sam and uh, Sam's demands for more information. And he gave just the very barest minimum of information, mm-hmm. which is the, the vampire tooth he found. So John is pissed. Yeah. Gives the order to move out. And then he walks around the side of Dean's car. He goes, Hey, Dean, why don't you touch up your car before you get rust? I wouldn't have given you the damn thing if I thought you were going to ruin it. I'm like, <sighs> Sam looks at Dean like, Wow, what the fuck, John? Yeah, it was like a, can you believe this guy look? <sighs> and Dean's like, He's like, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Like, huh. he, he gives a shrug, like the, what are you gonna do? Kind of, kind of, dad. But it's, it's, it's a, it is half-hearted. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he is, like he is shooting for humor and it comes off just a kind of a sad shrug. Mm-hmm. He looks he, like he was kind of in pain by that. It, that. It hurt him. Hurt. Dean loves that car. He made fun of his baby. So, John, he, John didn't have to say this. No. 
No, I, he doesn't have to say anything. He I can just shut up. <laughs> I don't know if he meant it. Oh, I feel like he did. But he said it. He needed to say something. He needed to yeah. say something. He was pissed that Sam was challenging him. But Sam is not an acceptable target. Right. Because Dean will step in. If John is targeting Sam, Dean will step in. Dean, however, will just take it. Mm -hmm. He's got nobody to step in, really. And has just taken it the entire time. Mm -hmm. So John is angry at Sam. So he lashes out at Dean and puts Dean down. Dean loves this car. Yeah. He loves it because he was raised in it. This is and it it's his father's car and he looks up to his father. His father gifted it to him. And then his father says some shit like this. His father says, "I wouldn't have given you the damn thing if I thought you were going to ruin it." It's just cruel. Yeah, and like I'll admit it is looking a little dusty, but like they've been on the road. Yeah. And they've been hunting Doing, like, cleaning up your messes. Your messes. <laughs> the things that you didn't have time to or couldn't figure out. They're cleaning up your dumb mess because you're being frantic yeah, so they and haven't, still haven't figured out how to solve this really long quest that you started 20 years ago. So they haven't stopped at the car wash in the past week. Yeah. Right. So they've got, like, bird poop on the window. <laughs> I bet your car's car. filthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we want to talk about yeah, your wanna, truck. Yeah, I want to yeah. talk about your giant truck that's gross. This was cruel, and it hurt Dean. And John did it because he could, and because he could, he need need felt the need to lash out awesome. at somebody. We learn that vampires nest in groups of 8 to 10. Smaller packs are sent out to hunt for food, and the victims are taken back to the nest. The pack keeps them alive, bleeding them for days or weeks. Uh, and Dean's like, you know, I wonder if that's what's happening to that 911 couple. We, we learn this. Dean, uh, Sam's driving the Impala and Dean is like flipping through like the journal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks like. Yeah. And Sam's like, that's probably what dad's thinking. Sam is like white knuckle jaw clenched mm -hmm. driving. Sam is like ticking time bomb angry. Yeah, he goes, of course, it'd be nice if he just told us what he thinks. And Dean goes, so it is starting. Sam's like, what? Sam... We've been looking for Dad all year, or now we're with him for more than a couple of hours, and there's static already. Yeah, Sam is like, I'm happy he's all right, and that we've been working together. It's just the way he treats us like children. He barks orders at us. He expects us to follow him without question. He keeps us on this, like, need-to-know deal. Dean's just like, it's it's just the way things are. Yeah, he does what he does for a reason. It's just how what the reason? old man... It's just how the old man works. There's no more margin yeah. for error with this sort of thing. And Sam's like, what reason? And Dean goes, our job! There's no time to argue. There's no margin for error. It's just the way the old man runs things, all right? And Sam like, says, not anymore. Mm -mm. He goes, yeah, well, maybe that worked when we were kids, but not anymore, all right? Not after everything you and I have been through. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are you telling me you're cool just falling into line and letting him run the whole show? And then there's a long pause of Dean looking out the window. And he goes, that's what it takes. Oof. We know when when Dean and Sam had their little breakup, mm -hmm. when they had the, their, their phone conversation, Dean expresses admiration for Sam and being the one who yeah. could, could stand up to John. Dean never could. That wasn't an option. He can't question John. And the, he had a, he had a line when they were talking about that. He almost like he he doesn't, but he almost says he wish he wishes he could stand up to their father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dean has never known questioning their father. Yeah, 
He can't. There's nothing else. And Sam does not get it. No. He he does not get it. He does not see where Dean is coming from. He does. He's like, how could you be so blind or whatever? And he does not see how beaten down Dean is. Mm-hmm. And Sam is angry. And so it cuts to where the vampires are. And yes. there's jazz music playing. Yeah, it's but fun it's, music. And they it say it's cricket. rock. It's, oh. Huh? Mine said crickets chirping. That was outside, I think. That was yeah. outside. Yeah, but there was there was no crickets. It was just the like jazz rock music. Oh. oh, yeah. And it started right when it cut, and it said crickets chirping, and I'm like, there are, there are no crickets. It is just music. For me, it's, it said uh, some. Uh, did it say for you rock music? Yeah, playing? it said rock mm-hmm. music. It said rock music playing, and I was like, is it's it that? Is it? No, is I jazz. don't think. I think this is like funky jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like jazz. We pan over like a countryside to like a barn. Yeah, and then inside there is a mini skirt vampire mm-hmm. who is shaking ass for the camera. Mm-hmm. Yep, in like cow- like cowgirl boots and a hat. Camera like on, on her, her ass. ass as she's like kind of slow sway <laughs> dancing to the jazz, <laughs> and then it goes like down her legs to her boots. Very objectifying. Yeah. Directorial choices there. Mm-hmm. Yes. The guy who's sitting on the couch watching her do this sexy dance is throwing money at her. Yeah. There are two biker vampires in the background of this shot who are drinking and punching each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our couple is, like, tied, uh, sitting, like, at a post, looking very scared. Uh, one of the vampires comes over to the, the doomed couple to offer them a beer. The loud shirt guy declines, and he's like, come on, if you drink enough, I can taste it in your blood. And Kate goes, that's gross. gross. And she walks over. And that the one um, vampire guy we learn is Bo. He turns to the girl of the couple, yeah. and he makes her drink the beer. Yep. Saying at a girl, and then she spits the beer in his face. I was like, Yes! We love her! But oh my god, this was so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It really was. He goes to hit her in the face with the beer bottle, and Kate is like, Bo, wait wait for for Luther. Luther. The barn door's open. It is a dramatic (laughs) entrance. Double door entrance. There's a smoke machine outside, (laughs) and this rocker looking guy. He's got floppy hair. He has, he looks like, he looks like a rocker. He's got like studded denim, the denim and leather, and floppy middle part hair, and like, just like, like walks in with swagger. Swagger (laughs) and a smoke machine. Yep. Um, He's cool, not gonna lie. He, I liked his He's cool. He was cool. He was like the only kind of smart one, so. Yeah. He he was. He was the only smart vampire, and he was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. He had a crush on him. <laughs> he's, you know, like, I mean, none of these, well, Bo, Bo is sort of average looking, mm, I yeah. would say. The rest of them, though, are all pretty attractive. Yeah. Kate's attractive. Yeah. So um, is that other girl, and we never learn her name. Yeah, cowgirl. With cow, yeah. <laughs> I know her name. Do we meet her later? She will come back. Ooh! Oh. Very briefly. Uh, okay. She, she is given a name. Is it a different actress? Re- no. No, it's the same actress. She, she does come back bri- briefly. She is given a name. They, they retcon her a name. Mm. Her name is Jenny. Like, oh, oh, weren't you Jenny? She's like, mm-hmm. you definitely knew my name. <laughs> yes. It, it's it's kind of like that. Yeah. At this point, she doesn't have a name. Um, 
nameless much, cowgirl. Much later, she will come back. She has a name. It's Jenny. Kate smiles and jumps up on Luther, and they start to make out. Wait, I just want to make sure we were talking about the right person. The blouse girl. Yeah. Yes. What? Okay. Yeah, yes. Kate. No, not Kate. What? No, Kate has a name. V- victim blouse girl. Yeah. About the person who comes back later. Who, who doesn't have oh, a name. Oh, no. Oh. The, the you vic- were talking about blouse girl? I was talking about blouse girl. Oh, I was talking about cowgirl. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't. We were talking about girl or cat, like, okay, no, I'm talking about, uh, girl in the blouse. Oh, okay. okay. No, that's not who we were talking about. (laughs) We were talking about cowgirl. Okay, I don't know who cowgirl is. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, oh, because I'm pretty sure she dies. No, in in this episode. She gets, I think she gets, like, she pulls uh, Kate away and says, come on, let's go. No, no, that's blouse girl. Because she gets turned into a vampire. Oh, that's right! What happened to the other girl? No, she gets, like, a a bolt through the chest, but I don't think that killed her. I think they... Did they chop They just drive... No, they drive away. Hmm. I don't know. Because not everybody... No, like, they get, like, the... uh, Like, two of them get, like, uh, crossbow bolts to the chest. But that wouldn't have killed them. Right. But they don't... They don't... They don't die. they, They didn't decapitate them? They just took off? No, yeah, they just took off. Okay. There were, like, two... Two to four other vampires who right. were around there with another car that we don't see drive away, but no. we assume drove away. Okay. So, I don't know what happens to Cowgirl. Mm. Blouse Girl I Jenny. forgot that okay. she... Okay. I forgot that she turned... She, she, yeah, she grabs Kate and it's, it's Jenny. Says, let's go. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She comes back much later, briefly. Okay. <laughs> and is and is retconned a name. Nice. For for now she is Blouse Girl. But yeah, there's cow yeah, Blouse Girl, Cowgirl, Kate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Kate jumps on Luther and they start making out. Yeah. Um, She's like, We've got presents. He turns to Jenny and goes, She looks interesting, and then turns to her poor boyfriend and goes, He doesn't. Lock him up. The other vampires go to grab uh loud shirt guy. And Luther's like on second thought. Go ahead and treat yourself. Uh, other vampires grab him and they pull him down, and we hear like bite noises. So our blouse girl is looking on, just crying. Kate shows Luther the big pile of money and jewels and stuff that they got. She's like, from an old friend of yours, Daniel Elkins. I caught his scent. Thought I'd surprise you. Kate, you shouldn't have done that. What did you do? This is where we learned she's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, there are others like him. They'll know the signs and come for us. Uh, she's like, I did it for you. He goes, revenge isn't worth much if you end up dead. And like, I think he is the only person on this show who has ever had that thought. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think in the 15 years this show was on, I don't think any other character had that thought cross their mind. Definitely not John. <laughs> I think this is it. Wow. <laughs> I think this smartest monster. He is the, the Luther is the smartest, maybe the smartest character in Supernatural. He's not the smartest character. There is one person who is smarter than he is, but and and I and I do not think she would engage in revenge. I other than her, I, I believe I Luther is the going to say King Richard. <laughs> no, is he dumb? No, but not. But uh, but he he's not. Hmm. He's not, he's not stupid, mm-hmm. but he's not like, but he's not enlightened mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like this guy apparently is. This, this guy 
may even be genre savvy. Like he's yeah. He's, yeah. he's like he knows they're vampires in he, supernatural. <laughs> yeah. He knows there are hunters. He knows if vampires do vampire stuff too loudly, the hunters come. He knows if they target this vampire hunter yeah. guy, the other hunters are going to come after we them. Vaguely hear about something about Elkins did to his family. So we think that he killed all of his family. Yeah, Elkins was a vampire hunter. Elkins, John thought that Elkins killed all the vampires, which would have been the rest of Luther's family. She does say, she's like, you know, this is a cool old gun. It looks like it was from around the time you were were born. born. Mm -hmm. So we know Luther's been around a A while. Luther has seen this before. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kate was like, Elkins died with it in his hands. He should have known better using a gun. He's like, you're so stupid. Luther's like, this is no ordinary gun. He's like, he, and he's he's concerned. It's a fancy gun. Look <laughs> it, it's so cool. We we know that. Uh, so by by telling us that like this is like oh, this this old timey vampire knows what this gun is and that it's not a normal gun. I think this at this point we are hinting at MacGuffin status. Dean is on the phone with John and he's like, yeah, Dad, got it. Uh, pull off to the next exit. And Sam is like, why? why? He's like, because uh, dad, dad thinks we got the vampire's trail. It's like, how? How? I don't know. We didn't say. Sam oh. revs the engine. And his Dean face. looks over like, what the? And he, he pulls up faster than John's truck and turns it sideways. Right in front of John's car. So John is forced to turn his truck sideways. So then he stops the car and slams the door and gets out. And Dean's like, he's yeah, like, oh crap, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> Sam is mad. John and Sam, the, over the next this next scene, John and Sam have a shouting match in the street, fighting over the lack of information mm-hmm. John is giving them and Sam's frustration with it. And they they are at each other's throats, about to come to blows mm-hmm. for the the entirety of this scene. Yeah, and it just escalates. Mm-hmm. It and continues yeah. to. Neither are helping the situation. Mm-hmm. No, at all. Sam is justifiably frustrated yeah. because John is being an asshole. Neither are helping de escalate the situation. Yeah. Dean is trying to mediate. Mm-hmm. So the way this is this, the way this is framed. Unfocused the way this, this, Dean face in the middle. The way yeah, the way this <laughs> shot is framed is it's Sam and and John on either side just at each other's throats, screaming at each other. And Dean, between them, trying to keep them from killing each other. Mm-hmm. For most of it, his face is kind of blurry and he just looks like surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> He's like, uh, 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 uh. uh. De- so Dean, the the couple of lines Dean gets in edgewise over John and Sam screaming at each other is Dean trying to play peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So, in an in a, a equally aggressive way, yeah, yeah. trying to get through to them. Because he has to, like, grab Sam's chest and kind of shove him backwards. Yeah, they're... Well, when they get out of the car and slam the door, then John slams the door, and he's like, what the hell was that? And Sam's like, we need to talk. And then it escalates. He's like, about what? Yeah, your brother's right. We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're, I mean, they're rehashing what they've what they've said before. It's just more of the same, but heightened and escalated. Dean's line, his, the the first time he gets in between them, mm-hmm. and grabs Sam like, to, and shoves him back. So at Sam, he says, "All right, you made your point, tough guy. Look, we're all tired. We can talk about this later." Well, grabs him, and shoves him. The first time he did it was Sammy. Come on, we can Q and A after we kill the vampires. Well. 
he right, but the, he doesn't the, actually get into it. Mm-hmm. He gets and, involved. And this, this is he. This is we think the fight's about to break up. Yeah. Right. And Dean has gotten physically. Like, okay, come on! Like he gets him out of the fight. He's like, yeah. "All right, we're gonna get back in the car now." He has physically gotten between them, grabbed Sammy, shoved him away from John, and in 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 that line is sort of. I mean, he he has he has put himself physically between John and Sam, but his line is sort of placating John, mm-hmm. sort of like uh, allying himself with John in the situation, like yes. like like to say, "Okay, Sammy, it's been an, it's enough." That's enough. He's kind of calls him tough guy, like like, like oh, you've made your point. Shoves him away. And it looks like the fight's about to break up. And Sam says, this is why I left in the first place. And it's like, oh my god. John Sam. turns around like, what, what did you say? say? And, Fuck and, that's supposed to me. And we're back on. And then they're back at it. And now we're having it out. This is, they you are know, yelling. This is everything that they've been talking about up to this point. Sam's issues with John. Yeah, John, John blaming it on Sam, saying, you left, you walked away, Sammy, you walked away. And... Sam's like, yeah, well, you shut the door. You were the you one that said, that. don't come back. The, and this is where, and it, yeah, Sam says, you were just pissed. You couldn't control me anymore. And John puts his hands on Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Dean immediately butts in and he goes, he, stop it, stop it, stop it. That's enough. And he looks at John and he goes, that means you, you too. too. Physically puts himself between John and, and they're still standing very close. Mm-hmm. Dean physically puts himself between John and Sam. And John still looks like he's ready to go. Yeah. The moment John puts his hands on Sam, yeah, he's Dean, like, Dean puts himself in the middle. And he's like, like he's touched him. He's like, yeah. that's, like, that's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. And he's like, that means you too. Like, get your ass in the car. We are over this. And look, and like, he squares up with John for a mm-hmm. minute. And there's a, there is a tense moment where John could go and hit Dean. Yeah. He's like, oh, but they're filming us, so. <laughs> before the, the camera t- crew watching, like, ooh. Before the tension breaks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the tension breaks. Sam and John both just turn and walk back to the, and slam doors to get in the cars. And le- leaving like, Dean in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's like, terrific. And he goes back to the car. So this scene, <laughs> sort of, you know, a you know snapshot of what the Winchester yeah. family dynamics mm-hmm. are like. Yeah. We have John who is trying to control the boys. We have Sam, who is sick of being controlled. Dean trying to play peacemaker between them. Sam and John, their anger is mirrored. Mm-hmm. They are... It's so similar. So similar. So similar that they butt heads. Mm-hmm. Constantly about everything. And Dean having to play peacemaker and put himself in harm's way to shield Sam from John. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their whole relationship in a scene right there. These guys are so fucked up. And it's different because they're adults now, Mm -hmm. but it's still, like, it's similar enough to when they were kids, but now stakes have raised because they're, like, you know, they're at, like, heights and weights where they can hurt each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, hurt each other back. Yeah. When, When Dean, you know, steps in between John and Sam and says to John... That means you too, and he like squares up with him. Mm-hmm. The look on John's face, there's a, there's, it's like a, there's a little surprise, but also like it, it, it looks like the like you're gonna regret that. Mm-hmm. John will remember this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like, and like he looks like he wants to hit Dean there. Yeah, this is like a risky choice in a video game. You're like, I don't know if I should have made that. And, and Dean <laughs> resolved. But looks like he's preparing to get hit. Yeah. 
he looks, he is angry and defiant in defense of Sam. If it wasn't Sam, he wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have openly defied John like that. No. But because John laid his hands on Sam, Dean is like, he's like, he's angry, but also like bracing for impact. Yeah. Because his protective nature comes first. Yes. But he's, he's and yeah, he's, he's used to this. Yes. This is a familiar dynamic. Dean's getting ready to get hit. Yeah. So now we have our jarring cut. <laughs> jarring cut to two people making out really aggressively on a table. I, from just the sounds they were making, I thought they were just fucking, just right in front of everyone. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my. It says like moans. moaning. I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah, if, if this had been, if this had not been network television, they would have been. Yeah, they would have yeah. been if this, on the if, table. if this was HBO, it would, it, they would have been. Yes. Right in front of her. Yes. Yes. Sitting there. Yes. Blouse girl. Yeah, especially since afterward. Well, yeah, Luther turns to Blouse Girl and is like, you, you like, like to watch? watch huh? Me she's too. Like, and she's like, no, no. I just want to get out of here, please. <laughs> please. So then they go over to her and then Kate, like, leans down and she's, Jenny's shaking and she's like, are you going to kill me? And then Kate whispers in her ear, I'm going to take you so high, you're never going to come down. And, and then she, Luther grabs Kate's wrist. And slits it. Yeah. And then uh, she takes, like, a mouthful of it and then sits... Like, straddles Blouse Girl. And kisses her? But, like, pours it into her mouth. But, like, spits blood in her mouth. Yes. This (laughs) felt super written by a man. It was very... It was, like... It was very... And he's, like, I like to... Yeah. The fact that he said, I like to watch, too. I like to watch two girls kissing. Yeah, Luther, Luther is ho- hovering directly over them mm-hmm. as as Kate kisses the blood into Blast Girl's mouth. So this is where I wanted to get into... Um, John the, Shabon. <laughs> uh, well, John Shabon and the sex... sex yeah. on Weird, sexy stuff. Yeah. John Shabon and the weird, sexy stuff. <laughs> this is villains doing a... a it's the... Um, Mirror universe. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sexy here because we're all evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, evil, evil, sexy, and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dark universe Willow, which is another example of that. It's the alternate mm-hmm. timeline where everyone's evil, which also means they're everyone's sexy. Everyone's sexy. <laughs> and a little dumb. Dark universe Willow in particular was in my head looking at Kate with the, with the, mm-hmm. the leather. Lace up. Top. Very, very t- mid 2000s look. It was very dark Willow. It's the alternate universe villainous woman can have a little bisexuality mm-hmm. as a treat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's okay to be gay as long as you're, you're evil. evil and sexy. Yes. And and you're and you are being gay in an evil way. <laughs> and because your man is there. Yeah. And because your man is there trying and, to and, make and, him feel happy. And the gay is there to please him. Yeah. Yes. The, gay, the gay is there to be sexy. Ew, 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 for ew, your man. Ew, for ew, your man. Gross. Gross. I hate it. Yes. Or and and the viewer, assuming the viewer is man. That's yes. you know where you know Katsukira. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> I love Katsukira. Though. I love, love Katsukira. She's she's so dumb. Katsukira. She's so dumb, but she but she looks. <laughs> I I have a soft spot. Like okay, like I mean, like this is you know it's awful and like the the fetish What am I trying to say? Fetishization. Fetishization. I can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> of, you know, of queer women. And it's like, oh, it's sexy. Be- it's sexy because it's girl on girl and what, like, whatever. It's the thing of yeah. the very male gazy mm-hmm. thing. That sucks. 
whatever. I have a soft spot for Mirror Universe. <laughs> Mirror mirror universe in general, where everything is sexy and stupid (laughs) and evil. Yes. Is it a lot of latex? Because it's like, how have you gotten to this point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can't. How do you exist in a universe where everything is this evil and sexy all the time? (laughs) It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And Dark, Dark Willows, it's the same way. Um, everything is sexy and stupid and evil and like, 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 okay for this one episode, but like the, but what you're saying with the mirror universe is there is a whole alternate timeline mm-hmm. where back to the beginning, everything, everything is, everything is. is evil, but sexy. Yeah. <laughs> this, it's the, I think Willow does it. I think Dark Willow does like a, I mean, I mean, she's like, it's like, like, I, like, 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 oh, this universe me hasn't come out yet. I'm like super gay in an evil way. Yeah. What? And, I mean, Katsukira is, is too. Yeah. Has, has, is, is. But she's also just always having sex with everybody. Well, well, yeah, no, she's, she's the, lots of bisexuality is a treat. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it's, and I'm like, and like, it's this scene in particular that I'm like. I can see John Siobhan in this episode. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. I can also see him in the scene immediately before this. Yeah. With the fight between Sam and John. Mm-hmm. That's the character work. Yeah. That he's good at. That we've got to see in skin. <laughs> no. Gross. But then he has to go and be <laughs> weird and gross. Like, Loki had feelings of this in Hookman. Um, Which he also wrote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With um, like the sorority girls. And, like, the whole, like, stuff about joking about, like, watching them have naked pillow fights and stuff. Yeah. No, oh, Dean yeah. was a perv in, in that episode. Yeah. And yep. it's, it, so like, if it was a one-off thing, like, we might be able to pass it pass it by. But like, in every episode we've seen him as a writer on, there's been a noticeable sexy sinister or, you know, sexy sex as a threat or sex through a very male gaze threatening lens mm-hmm. sex in a really sexy and a pervy way mm-hmm. and there's a pattern here mm-hmm. his character work great that sexy stuff not, no, not it's not so good right. so it's morning and uh Bo pulls in who's out past curfew apparently yeah, yeah. Like, I know what time it is and Luther's like, get inside. Yeah. <laughs> in bed. Oh my god. Luther, yeah, comes out, looks around a little before going back in. And we realize that this is a point of view shot because we then we hear hear the boys talking. Yeah. Boys and John hiding in no real cover yeah. whatsoever. No, they're just like on a hill. <laughs> in like with like dead branches all yeah. around. I'm like, they can see you. Yeah. yeah. But this is this is a rule in theater, right? If you can see them, they can see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can see the audience, the audience can see you. Yep. You're not you're hidden. not, you're not, you're not hidden. So you, well, you know, like when you're hiding behind the curtains yeah. and you're trying not to be seen by the audience, but you're looking around oh. or like, or you, you think you're hiding and you're like watching what's on, going on on stage. Like if you're in the wings in the and wings. you can see what's happening on stage, the audience can, can like you. that side of the audience can see into the wings. Yeah. They can see you. Mm-hmm. So if you're like goofing around back there, the audience can see you. Yeah. Same rules the here apply. Is, the vampires pretty, can see you. <laughs> yeah. It's also pretty dark back there. So no, it's not that dark. It's not. <laughs> the, 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 the light, lights. Oh, the, no, the, light, no. the lights reflect off the stage. The audience can see you. Yeah. I know. I have been in the audience and have seen the actors goofing off backstage, and I'm like, they're not following the rule. Nope. They're not following the rule, or they need to fix that partition. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that curtain has moved. 
Yeah. They need to put it back. So Dean remarks that, like, ah, so they're really not afraid of the sun. And John's like, yeah, no, uh, direct sunlight hurts like a nasty sunburn, but the only way to kill them is beheading. Like, so they do sleep during the day because of this, but they'll wake up. They're just sleeping. They're just not asleep. Like, and Dean's like, so can't just walk right in. And John's like, yeah, we're no, going to, though. Actually, that's the plan. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, well, that's Dumb. a bad plan. plan. John? That's not a plan. We're winging it. It's a bad plan. <laughs> that's, we're, that's a bad plan, John. So the boys arm up. Yeah, they go through their weapons trunk. John opens up his trunk's arsenal, and it's sleek looking and automatic. It kind of like pops up. Yeah, and things automatic. Um, and we learn, we, John is just as well armed as they are. It's hot. And then we have this, like, okay. <laughs> we have a John is emotionally constipated scene. Yeah. Where he's like, uh, he's like, you guys want to know the story? And they're like, yeah. yes. Sam turns around with a yes, sir. Which yes, I, I think was said in appeasement mm-hmm. and okay. as like a peace offering rather than a sass. Yeah. yeah. Kinda because came off as sass. it came off a little sassy. Yeah. That's just, be- but I, that's just Sam. But I, but I think that's just Sam. <laughs> but I think he said yes, sir, because... Because he wanted to know. He, wa- he wanted to know. And if he really sassed John, John would get mad and they'd, yeah, they, they, and they'd they need as blow much, their cover. Would blow their cover because they'd be shouting. <laughs> and they need as much information as possible. The vampire would be looking at them. They'd be like, "Do you guys need a minute?" You guys good? <laughs> I think we're interrupting something. We'll come back later at nighttime. So we learn the history of the gun, and it is a special gun. In 1835, Haley's comet overhead. The night all those men died at the Alamo, Samuel Colt made a special gun for a hunter. One like a, like like them, a hunter of the supernatural, but but you know back then on horseback traveling around hunting the supernatural he made 13 bullets story goes legend goes this hunter used the gun half a dozen times before he and the gun disappeared john's not sure how daniel got his hands on it but the legend goes this gun can kill anything including the demon that they're that john's after just the gun it is a magic gun Mm. they are also special bullets we learn as the show goes on once you're out of bullets, you're out of bullets. Yikes. You can't make any more? There are ways to make more. It is not easy. Mm. And so this gun... I wish there were unlimited bullets, like in some video games. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's what... Like, the case had the 13 gu- bullet slots. Like, that, that's, all the, that's all the bullets that there are. This gun, and associated with it, so, like, the bullets... And the, the, the gun and, and the bullets, and trying to make more bullets, and... The gun gets stolen and blah, 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 blah. The, 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 the gun is a is a MacGuffin. Yeah. And it will continue to be a MacGuffin. <laughs> for for some time. But it, this, this gun, like, they need more bullets. The gun gets stolen. They have to travel through time. It's, like, just <laughs> alternate universe. Like, there, it's... It, Yaki sax plays in the background. <laughs> yeah. As they chase after this gun. It, it's, it is this, you know, magic gun that can kill anything. So obviously they can't. Everyone's going to want it. Everyone wants it. And they can't have it in season one. They can't. And they're not allowed to have it all the time. Yeah. Because then, with unlimited bullets, because then they just don't have a problem anymore. Take a look at Sailor Moon. We don't have a show anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're like, 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 oh, we've got a monster. Bang. Like, yeah. like having a gun like this, especially this early in the show, it removes all the tension of the show. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to lose it so, so that they can find it again. There are words in Latin written on the barrel of the gun. Mm-hmm. And I don't speak Latin, so I don't really know how to say it. Non tim- timibo? 
Timebo? Mm-hmm. T I M E B O. Timbo. <laughs> Mala. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will fear no evil. Oh, okay. From Psalm 23. For though I should walk in the midst of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Huh. And so begins the MacGuffin... With, with, with the legend of the cult. Mm-hmm. So begins the MacGuffin status of the gun. <laughs> it's this... And I, the, I'm like I, I was like, I can't believe it's in season one that we get this, because this sticks around. Wow. But yeah, they are... It's a magic gun, and it is. they are magic bullets. Nice. Vamp nest interior. Yeah, John, and then Sam, and then Dean climb through uh, this, like, barn window onto hay, and it's there. Yeah, it's Bobby. very quiet, even though they're not being, like, that careful. Yeah. Uh, Dean shuts the window gently <laughs> and quietly. <laughs> the, we see these vampires are sleeping in hammocks. The boys are sneaking through. Dean kind of bumps into one and almost oh wakes him up. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> don't wake up, don't wake up. <laughs> John goes down, like, a hallway and turns... And sees Kate and Luther in a bed together. (laughs) We do see that Jenny is sleeping, tied to a pillar. Uh, It's like, oh no, this is going to be trouble. So they are here for the cult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sam and Dean find hostages. Yeah. Captives. And they not just Jenny. There there's a like a like a a locked cage like full of people tied up and with duct taped over their mouths. So and we recall that Luther told his his gang to lock up loud shirt guy yeah, before he before they really ate him <laughs> before they really ate him which they haven't done with blouse girl yeah no. so there's we've gotten some hints and then like there was the weird scene with with the, the blood. with the blood in the wrist which at that point like it wasn't clear what they were doing. No. no. At first, it was, I'm like, it was just, just smearing blood all over It's just like, mouth. okay, they're having weird vampire sex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. But we've been given a few hints. Like, if you haven't figured it out, we've been giving a few hints, like, because that she's still, Jenny is different. She's been separated from the rest of the group, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the captives. So... Sam and Dean, Dean in particular, sees a room full of captive people. Mm-hmm. But, they, like, their, their mission, right, they are there for the cult. Yeah, John sees the gun in, in a holster on the headboard of the bed and starts walking towards it. Dean is off mission. Mm-hmm. Dean has seen a room of captive people and has decided to try to rescue them because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to save them. Because he actually has, like, The tagline of the show... Well, the tagline of the show is... Saving yeah. people, hunting things, the family business. The family business. What's John doing? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he so- does, he's not saving people or hunting things. He is. He is neither. He is he is doing neither. John is He's there out, for his own John is out for revenge. Yeah. He's out to avenge his dead wife. He is there to get the gun. He's not there to save them. He's not there to clear a vampire nest. Dean, as soon as he sees that there are people there who need to be saved, is off mission. I'm sure John saw them. He uh, may have. He came in through a different he, different entrance. Mm-hmm. Well, but No, they all all three of them came in through the same way. They just t- oh, took different paths. Okay. Yeah, so he would have had to have seen them. Yeah. No, he's there for the he's there for the cult. Yeah. Dean sort of puts like a hook through the hinge on the cage and like very carefully like breaks it and checks to see if anyone's woken up. There's some stirring, right? But, but nobody but nobody rouses. Sam is uh, trying to untie Jenny and she kind of wakes up, like stirs, wakes up and he's like, "Hey, hey, sh- I'm trying to help you." He goes for the I'm going to empathetically connect with the, with the victim thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Sam is the empathetic, is supposed to be the empathetic one, even though at this point he kind of lacks empathy. Mm-hmm. And he, he's the one who, like, connects with people. 
And he's like, look at me, look at him and my cute boyish face. And, like, everything's going to be okay. And then she just starts screaming. She screams unnaturally. Yeah. It is not normal screaming. It is monster screaming. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he, oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, no, no. And summons the vampires. Everybody wakes up. John's attention is taken with that. And Luther wakes up and throws John across the yeah. room. John breaks the window shedding sunlight in, into the room and, you know, the, 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 the Luther and, and no. <laughs> Luther and Kate pull back and hiss and John gives the order for the boys to run. The boys take off, pursued by the whole nest of vampires, very briefly. Mm-hmm. They make it to the woods and they're, where they're no longer pursued. And there's <laughs> they a... They made it out of their range. Yeah, the, the aggro, aggro range. Out of the aggro range. <laughs> And they're they're sort of like they're like we got away really easily. Where's Dad? Uh, Dad. And there, there's a tense moment where did John get taken? But and then he shows up. He shows up. He's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. Uh, and, and John's like, "Don't worry, they're not gonna chase us. They have our scent. It's for life." And it's like they're like, "That's um, not that's, that's not, not good. good, good or reassuring in any way." Yeah. Which, so what do we do now? Like, based on something he says later, like, "Oh, well, that's why John's not worried about it. He's not planning to walk out of this." Right. He doesn't care if the vampires have his scent, because he's not going to be around to deal with that. They also have Sam and Dean's scent. Mm-hmm. John. <laughs> John. Saying that he's only there to protect them and da ba da ba da Oh, don't worry. They'll wait till nightfall to, to come after us. Once they have your scent, it's for life. Him thinking like, but I won't be around much longer to deal with this. Your boys will, though. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well done, John. So he's so he decides he's like well so now I know what we're doing next. You need to find the nearest funeral home. They look at each other like what? <laughs> <laughs> like again though, again John. We're hearing like a third of the conversation. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's the rest of it? What do you mean? We're in a motel. And Sam is restless. He's like, I should have gone with him. I should have gone with him to help him. He's not back yet. So antsy. Where is he? And John's like, Sam, chill. I sent Dean out on this mission alone. He's He's fine. Got it. He's like sitting. John's like sitting over at the desk, pouring over his notes. Sam is very antsy. And then he just starts on this like monologue. It's like, did I ever tell you about how the day you were born? I put, he says, that he put a hundred bucks in a savings account, and he did that for both Sam and Dean, and it was going to be a college fund. How he never wanted this sort of life for Sam and Dean. And he's like, so why'd you get so mad when I left? Yeah. He's like, well, at that point, all And his- the way he start John starts by saying, well, you got to understand something. And I'm like, yeah. anyone who starts a sentence no. like that... No. No. <laughs> no. They are Absolutely. a manipulator. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, the, we got to understand... He's like, all I, he's like, all I saw was evil. And he's like, I just wanted to prepare you for everything. And what basically I thought, he's like, you're going to be alone. And it never occurred to me what you, what, what you, what you would have wanted. Bro, that's a red flag. It's, it's a really weird, like, like, like circuitous way to get back around to that's still fucked up though. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and so, and, yeah, and, he was like, he, he admits saying he says that he at some point he stopped being their father and became a drill sergeant but that doesn't make it better no just like okay thank you for being self-aware but i I guess but like but that's not enough it's not enough and saying well you got to understand yeah i was 
Why? Well, I, was, I was paranoid, grieving, and needed help. And didn't seek and, it. And didn't <laughs> seek it. Like, okay, you still fucked up, though. Yeah. This isn't, and this and isn't... you're admitting that it never occurred to you what Sam wanted. No. And then, and so this is, you know, a difficult and sort of emotional conversation for both of them. Yeah. Sam sits down at one point and then he kind of looks like he's going to cry. Sam needs, what, what, what Sam needs is to take a, is to step away and take some time to process this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's kind of stuck in this conversation with John. Sam asks John whatever happened to the college fund. Yeah. Huh. Huh. He goes, Spent it on ammo. ammo. And, and they both laugh? They they both sh- they like, share a laugh. This is not funny, this, guys. This is, this is the sort of thing that Sam is... This this is why Sam needs to take a step away mm-hmm. to process this. This is the, you know, the, the parent who was so terrible in, you know, you know, who messed you up in your childhood is now kind of like joking around with you and you're kind of laughing. But then you're like... No. But then like later you're like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told I told Stephen about this scene, and he was like, maybe maybe he's laughing like he's like I could see myself laughing in a oh you you motherfucker kind of a way, and I'm like he's not though. No, this is Sam's. It's the it's ref it's the reflex of forgiveness mm-hmm. <laughs> that um, as soon as Sam takes a few minutes to actually process what's going on, he's gonna get mad. He's gonna get he's gonna be so livid. John spent their college savings on ammunition what an asshole and then played it off like it like it was some some like funny cute story yeah oh it's so funny <laughs> so shut so up you, so, so you see how at the very beginning i was not exaggerating when i said this is a john winchester hate podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dean walks in and he's like man there's some heavy security for a bunch of dead people <laughs> john's like did you get it and he pulls out a big glass bottle of blood Mm-hmm. And John's like, you know what to do. Drink it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, does he though? I he don't does. think so. He I don't he didn't that. explain what to do yeah. with it, John. John probably told Thought him, it to himself. John, and then he was John, like, mm, yes, I said that out loud. John told, <laughs> John told Dean to go get it and what to get, not right. how to use it. No. no. He did not tell Dean how to use it. No. Again, John's not communicating. How does Dean know what to do? We didn't We didn't tell anybody what this is. No. Why does he have a bottle of blood? Why did he have to go to a funeral home to get it? We will learn at some point, but this is this is the, the titular dead, dead, man's dead man's blood. Dean is looking under the hood of the car. It's like, oh, good. Uh, John's using one of his kids as bait again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kate comes at up. Least, at least Dean's an adult this time. Right, yeah. and he can choose. <laughs> well, can choose. Right. That's... Uh, that's iffy. <laughs> but at least Dean's an adult this time. Yeah. Kate comes up. Car trouble. Let me give you a lift. Take you back to my place. I'll pass. I usually draw the line at necrophilia. And she hits him in the <laughs> face hard. She goes, aww. And Dean goes down. <laughs> Yeah, we know vampires. We've seen her kick down a door and a bookcase. Yeah, yeah. Vampires have some super strength stuff going mm-hmm. on. That that was hard. Yeah, that was a that hard hit. Hurt. He goes, "I don't normally get this friendly till the second date." When she's holding him up by yeah, the face, Caitlin yeah, Caitlin grabs him by the face and picks him up and just holds him like above her head. I'm like that's a power move. Not going Hold, on. Yeah, holding him by the like by, by, the by the jaw and cheeks, holding his entire. Very large man above her. Imagine how much that would hurt your cheeks in like your whole head. It would, yeah. it would break. Head? It would break, break your, your jaw. It, uh, it would, especially it would crush your jaw for that kind of force. Like 
how hard she's pushing his cheeks into yeah. his teeth. Yeah, I feel like there would, there's no real way that he could have gotten out the, the dialogue that he does. No. No. In, like, the circumstance. He's definitely just standing on, like, a box. And, like, it, was, yes. it sounded like it was looped. Like, because the way that his... It would have... Yeah, it came through way too clear. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's like says, like, oh, we could have fun. I always like to make new friends. And then she starts kissing Dean. Like, a lot. <laughs> and, like... Gross. Please no. Yeah. Sexual assault. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, she pulls away, and he's like, sorry, I never really stay with a chick that long. Definitely not yeah, eternity. eternity. And then the, uh, sorry, the, there's been a, a guy vampire who's just kind of there. Yeah. He's hanging he's out. He's hanging out watching this happen. And he gets shot in the back with an arrow. And it pokes through his chest. And then so does Kate. And she's, she's like, damn it. And then John and Sam come out of the woods. She's like, barely even stings. He's like, dead man's blood. It's like poison you, right? She's like... She kind of swoons and Dean catches her. And John's like, load her up. I'll take care of this one. And he draws his big machete that we've seen that's like serrated on one side and nods to Sam, like telling him to leave. And he chops his head clean off. But we don't see it. We just see the blood splatter. And point of order, this this particular vampire is a black man. Yeah! yeah. The only black man in the episode mm-hmm. who has no lines mm-hmm. is a vampire mm-hmm. and, and gets, and gets beheaded. is on his knees and gets beheaded. Wonderful. Wow. That's a yikes. That's a big old yikes from me. Yeah. yeah. The no-name, no-line uh, uh, character who existed mandatory to be executed. Yeah. They have, yeah, manda- mandatory diversity that they needed in the episode. That was, that was not great. Yep. So now we're at a campfire where they are making a bunch of very smelly smoke and ash to disguise their scent. I wonder if I would like the smell. I like some weird smells. Of saffron, skunks, cabbage, and trillium. I like the smell of skunks. Trillium is a wildflower. Yeah. I don't know know that they smell particularly strong. No, I don't know. They're very pretty. Yeah. And very small and delicate. I don't know that they would make a particularly smelly campfire. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Okay, John. Yeah. You're the expert. So it it was unclear to me what they were trying to do. The, like what what Yeah. They they were They had Kate like tied up to a tree. Yeah. So what they were doing like okay, so they're disguising their scent. But like the communication between the boys and John and and also communication with the audience, like I get they were they're trying they, to keep us out of the loop enough that we were like, what's going to happen? Yeah. But it really just came across as, I'm not, I'm confused. A little confused. <laughs> I'm confused as to what's happening. And they seem to be a little confused also. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is still mad at John. Understandably. Understandably. And he and, he and John are about to start, like, starting, starting to go at it again. And they really don't have time for this. And, you know, Sam starts in with the, you know, you, you can't treat us like children again. And John starts in with the, well, you are my children. I can, you know, like, I can treat you however I want. I'm your father kind of behavior. And Dean stands up to John. Mm-hmm. Dad, with all due respect, but that's a bunch of crap. I was like, yes, Dean! Like, yeah! yeah! <laughs> John's like, excuse me? Like, Dean actually stands up for himself and for Sam. It's like, and you know what? Sammy and I have been hunting... Yeah, hell, you send us on a few hunting trips yourself. You can't be that worried about keeping us safe. So I was like, it's not the same thing, Dean. Then what is it? Why do you want us out of this big fight? This demon. It's a it's bad son of a bitch. bitch. 
I can't make the same move. Yeah, the same moves while uh, worrying right. about keeping you two alive. And he's like, so you can't be as reckless, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, so you mean you can't be as reckless. He's like, that's when he says, like, I don't expect to make it out of this fight in one piece. Yeah, so that's, he's not planning to be around to deal with vampires who know his scent. It's not an issue for him. Yeah. He's like, your mother's death almost killed me. Can't watch my children die, too. And but, I won't. And again, it's it's bullshit that he's like, oh, I don't want to be worrying about you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about keeping you safe. You're my children. I'm concerned about keeping you safe. And Dean's like, what if you die? Yeah, and he's like, and what if? What happens if you die and we could have done something about it? He's like, I, I'm, I've been thinking, and I think Sammy's right about this one. I think we should do this together. We're stronger as a family, and you know it. When John says, I can't watch my children die, Dean was dying. Yeah. You heard about it. You did nothing. He didn't. He didn't. Can't watch your children die. You have heard them talk about the most traumatic experiences they have been through, and you have done nothing. Dean's absolutely right when he says, you can't be that worried about keeping us safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not. John is solely focused on the gun, getting the gun, Mm -hmm. and finding and stopping the thing that killed their mom. That's his entire plan. He has no thoughts beyond that moment, because he... He's planning on dying there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... Th- he... Like, that. that's all he's thinking about. Yeah, John is like, we're running out of time. You do your job and you get out of the area. That's an order. And he walks away. And both boys are, are pissed at John. Yeah. Next scene is Vampire Nest at night. Bo drives up to the barn. He cannot find the Winchesters. <laughs> and something and else. They cut off Hank's head. Yeah, the Winchesters are gone. He can't find Kate and Hank. So he has Apparently a name. He, he has, has a name. name. It's Hank. Yeah. I guess Hank died. <laughs> well, Hank is dead. They hear a truck on the highway, and Lu- and he's like, oh, it's nothing. But Luther is like, Kate is on that truck. He can sense her. Somehow, unclear about the vampire powers in this they, situation. Yeah, they yeah. make for life. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's John like says something about they make for them. life. That and how like, she's, she's more important to him than even the gun is. But the specifics on that are vague and unclear. So John is with, uh, he's in his truck. He's got Kate in the passenger seat, and there are two cars chasing him. We, yeah, we, yeah, we get a little back, back, and, back forth. and forth. Bo is in the barn having a drink, and he's like, they like, like, oh, he hears something. I'm like, like sneaking around, sneaking around. He goes to the front door. It's like, and it's like, yeah, oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything. And Dean was behind him. He turns around, it's Dean. Boom. <laughs> he goes, boop. <laughs> and decapitates him. Yep. Uh, John loses sight of the vampire cars. And they somehow get in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Unclear. No, how, it doesn't make any sense. Because it's a highway. And, like, okay, if the vampires have supernatural powers but or whatever, not, like, that doesn't magic. mean their cars, their cars are magic. Would. Yeah. Unclear. Other than spooky. <laughs> so he, you know, has to come to a stop. They're in the middle of the road. The and eyes glow again. It's really funny. Dean has gone to the cage and breaks a hinge off. Yeah, uh, Dean goes straight for the captives. So again, we were not given the specifics of either of these plans. Yeah. We don't really know what the idea is for Sam and Dean and what the specifics are for John. We gather that somewhere in here we're going to be trying to get the cult. <laughs> right. <laughs> and as, as the scene progresses, it's like, okay, I guess... Sam and Dean have half an hour because they met. So they're like, "Oh, you only have about half an hour." Like, okay, they have half an hour to get into the vampire nest, release all the captives, and then get leave the area. While John makes a trade for the gun. 
These, the, but we had, we were left as the audience, left to pick up the pieces of what exactly What's the plan? What, what exactly they're doing. But whatever. So uh, the vampires demand John gets out of the car, and um, he's got uh, Kate as a hostage, and we've got a standoff in the middle of the road where he's dragged. Kate out yeah, of the truck. He says, "Come here, sweetheart." Yeah, this her, like, yeah. I don't like mm, it when no. I don't like it when men call women sweetheart, especially older men. Yeah, older men calling younger women sweetheart. Gross. I don't like it. it doesn't matter how long she's been a vampire. It's, it's still weird. It's still. It's still. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Luther's like Kate. You all right? And she's like, <laughs> "Dead man's blood." And he's like, "You son of a bitch." So yeah, they have you'll trade a woman for a gun. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we have a pretty a tense negotiation scene where John wants the gun and Luther's like, what is your plan exactly? Yeah. <laughs> you can't shoot all of us. We'll kill you. We're going to kill you. I, it's confusing to me. And John's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I've got a plan. I'm saving it for something else. But that doesn't... Like, that doesn't help you, though. No. Yeah, you're going to die anyway, though, so you can't use it like, later. We're just going to take the gun back Like, like sir, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm explaining to I'm, you... I'm explaining to you that, that your is, idea is bad. This is a bad one. There are so many ways that could go. this could go poorly for you. I, do, I, do you understand that? And John's was like, make the trade. Yep. And he's like, put the okay. gun down. Now back up. Back up further. Keep further. going. <laughs> Keep going. Yep. Okay. A little bit more. <laughs> You're right there. A little bit. Okay. Right there is fine. <laughs> he kind of shuffles over with Kate and bends down to pick up the gun as she kind of loosens her hands a little. And Luther's like, hmm, that's a nice move. You almost made it. And Kate swings her hands up and hits John in the face, and he hits the car and goes down. In a uh, very Star Trek bunch. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's the two hands in the backhand. Yeah. The gun drops down to the pavement. And as as does John. Yeah, yeah, he's, he goes down. Uh, L- Luther, you know, put, Luther knocks him into the truck. Yeah. And it looks like this is it for John. Yeah, he, yeah, he goes like, flying, oh, hits the down. driver's side door, breaks the glass, and he's knocked out on the ground. He's surrounded by vampires, and then we have Sam and Dean to the rescue! Yeah. Arrow whizzes and shoots through one uh, vampire, the cowgirl. Oh, yeah, it should be noted, these are, um, these are, it's not like bow and arrow arrows, these yeah, are crossbow bolts. Crossbow bolts. Which is, you know, a very, like, vampire hunter yeah. thing. So we, and we assume these have dead man's blood on them. Right. Because the vampires all just sort of stop what they're doing. (laughs) No, they're just normal crossbows. They're just taking a break. They're like, man, it's been a long day. (laughs) Dean is, is usually the one who's coming to the rescue. Sam joins him on this rescue in his first uh, rescue that has any sense of urgency. <laughs> yeah, but Lu- but Luther clotheslines Sam pretty quickly, and he goes down. He Luther grabs him. Uh, Dean runs up. Dean grabs a machete, and Luther has Sam in a headlock. And he's like, I'll break his neck. Put the blade down. So and Dean's like, ooh, oh, I guess I gotta put the blade down. <laughs> yeah, and this is where... Uh, Luther has his, he's like, you people, why can't you just leave us alone? We have as much right to live as you do. This is, this is our, you know, it's, it's not the first morally gray because we had some of the stuff with Max. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, where is the line there? Yes. But this is an introduction of a, an obviously monstrous person Mm -hmm. who has been intelligent and articulate and, I mean, evil. He's killing people. Right. He's killing people, but he just wants to live. He's, he's got his, he's got his whole, he's got his whole lifestyle thing and (laughs) is introducing the idea of like, you came into our lives. Yeah. What makes you so superior? This is the first monster introducing this sort of idea. Does not get through, nowhere near getting through them Mm -hmm. at this point. No. 
Um, They're not going to be like, huh. But this is the introduction of that for, yeah. for this type of situation. You stop fighting and, like, take a moment to be like, huh. You make some good points. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break from this thing for a while. Let's, let's have a little discussion. John um, from behind is like, I don't think so. Yeah, John is the one. Luther's talking to Dean yeah. and Sam. Yeah. Addressing them and, and saying, what, 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 why do you have the right to take our lives away like this? You, like, you know, we have just as much, as much a right to life as you. John is the one who says, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He shuts that down. And fires the colt. Right at Luther's head. The bullet kind of spiderwebs out on his forehead. Mm -hmm. And we see, like, a flash of his skull through his face. The wind kind of whips his hair back. And he goes down to his knees. And Kate is like, Luther! It was a cool death scene. Yeah. And and very obviously, like, oh, this is a magic gun. Yes. This is not a normal gun. No, this is... The the wind is whipping. It's... Something Something supernatural is happening. Um, And it kills Luther. Kate lunges and Jenny, Jenny, who is now a vampire, mm-hmm. holds her back and is like, Kate, no! And they get in the car and they How? drive away. Has Jenny had an outfit change? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yes, she has. She's, because she's a vampire they gave her and she's... makeup! Yeah, because she's a vampire and she's evil now, she gets to dress cool. Mm-hmm. And not so like, you know, oh, you know, she's kind of shy, innocent. girlfriend, mm. innocent. Now she's a sexy vampire, so she gets to dress like a biker rocker chick. Yep. Because apparently being evil and a monster gives you better fashion sense. Mm-hmm. As as we learn in Star Trek and Buffy. <laughs> if you want. If, if you want to, and that's everything from, you know cool, dark fashion to avant-garde art piece. Yep. <laughs> if you want to wear a tinfoil tiara, <laughs> you that's go, what you do. You go for that. <laughs> we have the kshunk to commercial. Next is our little, little button on the episode. Mm-hmm. Boys are packing up in the motel. John's like, so boys. And they both say, yes, sir. He's like, you ignored a direct order back there. And Dean says... But we saved your ass. And Sam? He's like, oh, oh. The, he looks from John to Dean to mm-hmm. like, to like, to like the middle distance to Dean to the middle distance to John. He's like, like, um, there's a lot um, of looking happening um, on Sam. And like, like, oh, 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 oh no. Oh. There's a, and John has a long pause mm-hmm. before he says, you're right. Dean's like, I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dean, Dean looks like again, like he's he's ready to be like to, to, to he's ready ready to get hit. Like this is like like oh that wasn't even. He's like oh I just spoke out of turn there, and I, I like now my my palms are sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of dizzy. Am my tongue swelling? <laughs> John says it scares the hell out of me. You two are all I've got, but I guess we are stronger as a family. Yep. So we go after this damn thing together, and the boys say together, "Yes, sir." And all three of them almost smile yeah it's like it's that close it's that close they're so emotionally constipated yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, you just gotta take a long poop <laughs> <laughs> and, may, and it'll all feel good after and music to the end credits mm-hmm. so yeah the chance it scares the hell out of me you two are all i've got Right, right. Not like you've shown you've cared no. at all in this episode or any episode previous. No. John. Mm-hmm. What you saw, John, was that they did save your ass. That yeah. these boys are extremely capable hunters. That they are 
They're more Probably competent than they, you. Yeah, better it's, than you. They're ex- they're hyper competent hunters compared to you know where they were at the beginning of the se- season. But yeah. compared to the last time John saw them, they have grown as hunters. Yeah, they are highly capable. They've been hunting this entire time. They saved him. Mm-hmm. They are assets. They are tools. Yes, he can use them, and they can keep help keep him safe. They can help keep him safe long enough for him to do whatever stupid thing he is is his plan. Yeah. Which is why, as soon as I finished this episode, I was like, did you watch it? <laughs> because, wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, there's a lot here. There's a oh. So, thoughts? Did we like it? Yes. yes. It was very good. Um, I think it's up there. I think it's in the running for one of the best episodes of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say Skin still holds my favorite. Skin had had two really good Jensen monologues. Yeah. This didn't have as many good Jensen monologues. It had a great Sam scene. It had yeah. a great Sam scene. Where he got to really yell. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, Spit Jared, was like Jared, flying. Jared yeah. got to act really big here. Yeah. And which which he hasn't really gotten to do. No. Mm-hmm. He's he, gotten little f- concerned face moments. He's got like <laughs> three facial expressions most of the time. And that's just a Jared Padalecki thing. <laughs> Half of the time is when it's, he's it's not the paying same, attention and he forgets the, his line. It's the same three it's the same three facial expressions he uses at Gilmore Girls. Yep. <laughs> this is this is a scene like the but you know, in a break from that, when he gets to like to act big he the the only like really big acting he can he, he can do is angry yeah but he does that well yeah and he got to act real big and angry and that was great he that was a great scene for him we got to learn backstory stuff we got we got a MacGuffin that's gonna stick with us for quite a while <laughs> and that, that very, it was very exciting to me we got some John backstory we got we got to see John and we had to see John interacting with the boys we got to see what kind of a person John is mm-hmm. for more than just a minute or two right for the specific. Dean characterization, Dean, you know, inner psyche glimpse we got in skin. That was great. I think overall as a whole, this top skin. I'm not sure how I feel. Mm. I'd have to think about it more. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we, but in general, we liked this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got uh, first introduction to vampires, introduction to the cult, mm-hmm. which is a, a MacGuffin that, that will stick with us. So we got a great Sam scene. We got some good... We got we got a a, a, a snapshot of yeah older brother Dean a snapshot of the Winchester family dynamic. <laughs> we got to see John's interactions with them and how he functions in a hunt situation. We got to see Dean stand up to him. We got to see Dean stand up to him twice. Yeah, yeah. that was great. And we got to see just John's like true intentions. John's true intentions. Yeah. So I guess we'll end it. End yeah. it there. Yeah. Okay. Join us next time for our discussion on Season 1, Episode 21, Salvation. After Sam has a vision of a family being attacked, the brothers and their father head to Salvation, Iowa, to save the family and Sam's dream. Hmm. So a return of Sam's powers. Yeah. And John, John seeing the and powers. John seeing them. Hmm. Ooh, okay. All right. Nice. All right. So until then... I've been a host, Margaret. I'm a host, Patricia. And I'm another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruff Music, as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. 
You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing Three Idgets Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.